Hey, we're Ann Lynn, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Sleep day. Happy leap day, everyone. Well, at some point. You think it's, it's gotta it's gotta make people feel bad that like your extra day is like a Monday? Yeah, yeah. I saw people a couple people posting about that. It is interesting too, like on Facebook it's fun to see all the people you know that have leap year birthdays. There's like quite a few of them out there. I didn't have any. You didn't have any? No. I have at least two or three. You know more? Leap, yes, so. Leap people? I know. Yeah, leapers? leap people. That's what they call them, leap people. Leapers? Night of the leap people. <laughs> Night of the leap people. <laughs> Night of the leap They only age do you once get to every pick? four years. Do you celebrate? Do they pick that they celebrate their birthday on the 28th, or do they celebrate March 1st? Do you pick? I think they get to pick. I think that's freedom of... I want to be March 1st. Free, yeah. I can see that. Mar- March day. Because you're the first. Yeah. Instead, and then on, and then like, do they do an extra special birthday on their actual birthday yeah, when they got get to, to do it? It's like the quarter quell. It is the quarter quell. <laughs> yeah, because it's once every four years. Once every four years. At what point did they start doing that? Was it like when scientists like? Because it had what? How long did it take for scientists to figure this out? This is a good question. I mean, we should now we gotta that. look it up. It's just really fast, right? No, but I feel like it's a big thing, and now I'm, like, typing. And well, all you have to do is put in how long you go, or when, you know. When did Leap Day start? Yeah. Well, there you go. When, when you put when did Leap Year start was the first thing that came When up. did Leap TV come out? When did Leap Year officially, I guess because it's everybody's. When did Leap Year start? Why isn't it? Well, okay. A hundred year old celebrates his 25th Leap Year. That's crazy. <laughs> We're starting out the show um, Googling something Gregorian calendar Like when did it start? I don't know They don't want to give it to an S as an easy answer Leap day Man So Romans did this So it's been around a long time How did they figure it out? Well okay I mean they've studied the stars and the sun and stuff for all that time Because the whole The point of it is that The seasons wouldn't line up It would get out of sync if you start, if you well, yeah, because after like a few years, it would start just getting more and more. Right, then all of a sudden, the summer would be winter, and winter would be summer. So that goes a lot so long. Together. Yeah, way like back. Thing. Ooh, the, the Chinese calendar has an extra month. Yeah, um, well, so everyone figured out that it doesn't quite work out even. Yeah, so they had they all like, have different things. Of keeping track of it. All right. Well, there you go. So a long time. A leaper. A leapling or a leaper. No way. We weren't even, we were just making that up. Technically, a leapling will have fewer birthday than their age in years. Well, yeah. Duh. That is a very insightful statement there. Thank you, Wikipedia. All right. Well, well and then, like, here. in China, they actually have a law. It's February 28th. That you have to have that birthday? <laughs> yeah. But well, in Hong Kong, it's March 1st. Okay, here's the Because they're, like, anti-everything. Because they're China. opposite of China. Here is the more important question, though. How, which day does a leapling or a leaper get to get their free birthday stuff? 
That's a big. That's a. I mean, if it says on their card the 29th, they get to do two days. You could do it twice because you could easily you tell. No, they do. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. I uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally. Oh, we need to look into this because I'm, I guarantee you. Dude, you could get away with two days. Yeah. You totally could. Two days of free birthday stuff. Oh, dude. I remember when I had to stop doing the free birthday stuff because it just got really bad. Yeah. Because, like, once Anthony, like, showed me this thing where you could sign up for all, and then I'm like, I'm going to Benihana. Benihana, like, ruined the free birthday thing because now you have to have another person with you. or Because it's, it's, they used to just straight really? up give you, like, it was, like, $25. Wow. And now it's, like, a you have to have, like, you have to with, with purchase. Yeah. You can't, because I would just go and get a free meal. Why not? But now you can't do that. Well, a lot of them now are buy this, get this. Right. Burger, Red Robin still gives you a free burger. Red Robin's, yeah, definitely. Um, and then what, that, what's the Mexican restaurant? Well, that Mexican restaurant that we always went to. Yeah. That was great. But I'm telling you. You can do that twice. Those leap day guys. And but gals. you can't go to this. You'd have to. You have to a, rotate If around. it was a chain, but you'd have to go to two different ones. You can't go to the same one two days but in like a row. Everywhere does a birthday thing. Yeah. So like you could you could but you could go to two that. different Red Robins. Yeah. So why not, dude? I'm telling you. So as an adult now, the fake ID that I want to get is at least your card. <laughs> so you could get <laughs> two days of free birthday stuff. Remember the year that you got a free Disneyland ticket on your birthday? Yes, that was, that was insane. Crazy. Because <laughs> I remember I even parlayed that into an annual pass. Yeah. Well, and I remember the frustrating part for us is that we had passes while it was happening. That was so when I think that was when I got a pass. Yeah. Because that's like a that's like because I think at the and that's how crazy to different it is. I think it was like sixty five bucks. Yeah. So it's like this is sixty five dollars off a ticket. Now off they a have pass. a flexible pay thing. Yeah. That's nuts. And then and and yeah now well now they just I, I saw like yeah the surge pricing yeah. and they also like one day park offers are like a hundred and thirty in front of forty bucks. Yeah. Insane. And like you said, like now, like they have like it's happening in Florida too. Like half the park is closed. Yeah, it's crazy time. I, I'm. It still is a little sad to me, but I think we made a good call taking a break. Because now on those empty days, more people are going to come because it's, it costs less. So there's not going to be like you're not going to have that February day where no one's there and you're walking on everything anymore. Yeah. Or at least it's going to be harder to come. Well, by. and this is like I said in the, in the Radio Renderman group. This is something they have been talking about doing since at least since I was working there, yeah. if not before. Like they've been trying to figure out. Like Janelle, like Janelle probably helped contribute because she used all the all surveys, the surveys yeah. and they've been using that data and all that stuff. And um, this is a, this is years in the making. They've been because because I remember the year of the fiftieth during the holidays. There was at least like thirty days, if not more, where they were selling out of tickets by like ten a.m. Yeah. and turning people away and and like and turn turning people away. And and I think that's when they really started talking about it because it's it's not like the demand isn't there. Because right. I think they even like started like interviewing people. Like they would take surveys like if you if you could pay this much now to come like you like, like they would ask people that got turned away. Yeah. And I think again years of surveying and testing and this is where they finally pulled the trigger because yeah by I think on on some days it was like before the park even opened we were already sold out of tickets. Well and I mean 
it is crazy that they've raised it so much. But if you look at it from that perspective, it's not like they don't have demand. They have an issue because if but they then, charge less, they're, they're turning away tons of people. And then people will get mad because they're turning all these people away. Which they, that was happening. Which, right. So, I mean. But then it's like, but then, and then they, but then what they're going to do is they're going to. So here's what's going to happen. They're going to start the surge pricing. They'll probably, like, I don't know. I, they haven't even said, like, I think specifics. But I I bet you they just keep cranking it up until people stop. They're going to find that. They're going to find that is. spot. Yeah. And and because and they I've, I've always said this, and I have multiple. I mean, this was the prevailing decision at the park, which I heard from multiple levels of management is, the prices will continue to rise until until things until the that the, the attendance decreases yeah. and until that happens th- they're gonna keep raising the right. prices and like because like it is a business and that's how yeah. they operate and as evil as you think that is and it's it's, it's like um, like it's kind of messed up but like that's. That's, it is. They exist to make money. They're not and, like your pal. You and know. and if they can charge more, they're gonna do it. Yeah. I mean that is kind of jacked up. Because imagine if everything operated that way. Yeah. Like that is pretty horrible. Like that's a nightmare world. It like, is. Like that we're slowly starting to live in. But um, but yeah, because like because then yeah, like it's crazy. And like cause that's like you think about utilities. Just did it do it now? Like the surge. Yeah. Well, you utilities. pay them right. Like this, this but the difference up. is that. Well, I mean, in in a way, utilities do that. It goes up in the summer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what they stood, and they started doing that. And but like, what are we going to do? Like, not have electricity? But like here, like you don't have Disneyland, and so it is. But again, that just makes it their motivation almost more because they're like, we're we're offering, we're not offering like it's not essential services, right? So it's like a leisure thing. So how much can people really complain? Right. And and like people are like, oh, but poor families can't go, and it's like this isn't a charity. Yeah. Well, and again, like how do they how do they go about that? I don't. If there was an easy solution for like making it fair for everybody, well, think about like what's going on at Comic Con, right? Like they, and like people want them. Like some of the things I've heard people say to Comic Con are like just it's really crazy, and it basically boils down to. I need to be able to go to this, so let me go. Right. At the when, when you have something, <laughs> but how do you scale, create Comic Con or Disneyland? Yeah, you have to. Someone's gonna get burned. Yeah, people and like, because like I've heard like you should only let people go one day out of like that's, that's no not gonna happen. Like you should only have certain like like do like rotations like for this from this to this you still this time like no matter what you do there's still a huge bunch of people that can't go because there's more right. Like, there's more demand than there is supply. I mean, that's the bottom line. And unfortunately, there's no easy answers for this. There things, isn't. So. And Comic-Con's been trying to f- yeah. figure out the most democratic possible way. And I feel like they have, but people still... It's hard. It's rough. No matter what you do, people are going to be upset. Yep. And I mean, the only thing that they can do and that Disneyland can do is increase capacity. And and that's what they've been trying... Disneyland has been doing. Right. And Comic-Con has been trying to get done, but... This city has been not complying so well, well with Star all that. Wars Land, they'll have a little bigger capacity. Well, yeah, like every new thing adds because the capacity since and even in the last ten years has gone up like significantly. Yeah, but that for them, that's just more tickets, and they can and but they're waiting for that moment. Like it's not like they don't. They're not in denial that at some point it's going to happen where like the demand is just going to go down because right. it historically it has. Yeah, but it. 
But in this current age that we live in, it has not. And it's Star only Wars, gone like, up. Coming, it's not and, going away soon. and it's not like they haven't. They're, they haven't really. It's not like they're saying they're never going to lower prices or they're never going to stop raising prices. That is not the case at all. Right. Because again, they're a business. But because the demand is either staying the same or, in, in I mean, in recent years, gone up yeah. significantly. They've just never. I mean, I, I mean, I sound like a freaking like hardcore capitalist person, but <laughs> no, that's just but the reality. It is. It's reality in this case. And again, if I'm running a business, a publicly traded company that has to respond to shareholders and provide dividends yep. to its investors and all that junk, like that's. I mean, I know like people are going to be bummed, but like that's. I mean, ultimately, that's who they respond to. I'm surprised that they don't start another. Like they don't put in another United or another American park somewhere, like in the Midwest or something. Well, they've talked about it for years. It's just if there was something in the middle, a it would help to you know ease the demand on the one side. But well, the other problem is like there's so much like that's again as a business like a new park is just a huge well, yeah investment, especially like you know like in today's real estate market and other things and like and then like they do a lot of studies and like there's there's like there like the like theme parks in the Midwest like just don't, don't do, do as well. Like but, historically. But see like like if they bought a bunch of land in Kansas or something where it would be cheap, like you know, they did in Florida or Anaheim before. Yeah. They could get a huge but again, property. Building something from the ground up, I mean you're talking about like in this level, that's hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, but they just made like a three billion dollar movie. Yeah, you know? but they, can, they could. But that's the, again, like the amount of money they spend versus the amount of money they take in, yeah. they want to spend as little as possible, make the most money possible, and that's how Disney is. All. Disney is notoriously like cheap oh, with everything. I, I mean, and that's so that's I think that's why like I mean that's, that's that's why a lot of their things make as much money as they do. If it I was mean, up to me, yeah, I would put it in like somewhere in the Midwest, and I would make the Yesterland Park that Janelle and I have talked about. <laughs> Which I still think someday that we should have, where it's all the rides that have been taken out of the various, like, Disney parks. But then the other thing is a lot of those rides were taken out for a reason. Well, yeah, but oftentimes it was for, you know, to put in the newer, bigger, better Yeah, but sometimes it was for practical things like capacity issues. Right, but we we take those and improve them. Yeah, which they thought they were doing with, with Luigi's tire flying tires, yeah. and it had, it had the the fact that it had the exact same problems yeah. that the like that the that the that the, that the UFOs had is like it's pretty insane. And like, because after a while, the novelty wore off, yeah. and then there was just ginormous capacity issues and technical problems. Yeah, it's they never just quite never worked quite right. Worked the way if you to. after going on it like five times, I have you been on the new ride yet? I no, heard I they're doing AP up. previews. Why well, we don't have passes anymore? Oh, that's right. Yeah, so no, we're out. What's the new ride? Uh, it's like a it's it's the first. Trackless. Oh, ride. it uses the Pooh's Honey Hunt GPS yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that is like that's the future. Like, because I don't know if you've seen videos of yeah. a Honey Hunt ride. Because like every ride is different. Because like it's right. there, there's no it's track and they're on a way. GPS and they can do. It's crazy they haven't brought that system here yet. But again, money. Yeah. It is very expensive, which is why they tried the cheap ride 
first, and like this is a big deal where they're spending all this money. But if it goes well, but this is that's like, can you imagine like a dark ride? Like, yeah, like it's all different every time. Like that's crazy. Now, is it is it in the dark or is it outside? This still? one I think is still outside. Yeah, I think it's. I, don't, I can't imagine there being room to do a whole dark. No, ride I mean there. it's a small space. Yeah, but anyway, very 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 glad that we're taking a break, but it's still you know. Stings a little bit. Yeah? Kids? I mean, they're fine. What'd you guys do this weekend? Well, we had the cousins sleepover for yeah. most of the weekend. Super cousins? Super cousins sleepover. My niece, Aurora, came over. Doing yard work? And then a bunch of yard work. Did you get that weed abatement notice? Not yet. I'm trying to avoid it. So that's why tomorrow I'm mowing... Didn't your neighbors move? No, they're still there, the one... Uh, no, they did. Well, they moved out. We have, Our neighbors on one side are still there. Okay. And they're great. The ones on the other side moved out, but I think they still own it, and they're renting to yeah. a new, new group of people, a new family yeah. group of people. <laughs> yes, this organization, this family unit. But, um, so I don't know. I mean, hopefully I can nip it in the bud, uh, literally, um, and get this all taken care of. Because spring is sprung early. Like, it's That's only... crazy. It's, it, well, I was it, saying, there spring. is... Well, I mean, they were saying in L.A., it's like the by far the hottest... Like, highest temperatures. Yeah, it's nuts. For February. However, starting, like, this weekend, it's supposed to be raining. It's supposed to get down to, like, in the 50s again. So it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. We have, like, five times. days in a row of rain coming really? in. Really? That According to my sources. Your underground yeah. weather that said it was going to snow? They said, no, it's like a 50-50 chance of you snow. You could say that I know. Day. That's what I'm saying. Like that, But this is saying, like, like you could look at regular weather. Like, yeah. look at weather.com right now. Like, we've got a block of rain coming. I'm getting the rain. So, anyway, i got to get this taken care of before that comes. Because then it's just Turn done. into a jungle. Yeah. And it's already pretty bad. And um, as we approach fire season. Yeah. Well, and see, right now, if I get it now, it's all, like, green. Yeah. But if I wait a while, that's when people get mad, because then it turns into, like, you know, brown, dry, brown, bad. Doesn't look good. And it's a lot more, I mean, like, when I'm mowing, I've got, like, stickers coming out of me instead of just green grass, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> I, I got to get on it. But, yeah, so that was, like, yesterday. Ooh, and the other thing, you got to come over and see this. So, you know, like, right out the back window, we have, like, this giant bush thing. Like, it's, like... Um, out of our living room window, you can see it, it blocks the whole window. You walk out the path, and it's this huge, giant thing. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? So it was, it's just been this giant bush, and it's just been sitting there, and I don't know what to do with it. And so I came up with this great idea. Down at the Burlington Coat Factory, they have these, like, topiary-type tree things. Where? Burlington Coat Factory down. There's a big lot on Tuesday morning in Redlands there. I don't think I've Well, anyway... They have, like, these topiary trees, and I'm like, I could do that with our bush. So over the last couple of days, no, I'm serious. Janelle and I have been working on it. It looks really cool. What do you mean? Like, not like shit. Like an animal? Just squares. Just I mean, like okay. a rectangle. But we, like, had taken it off. So it was growing from the ground up, and we cut it all off at, like, head level. So we can, like, walk under it now, and there's, like, trunks and stuff. And I'm making the whole, like, thing. It's really cool. Like an archway? No, no. It's like a – it's – there's like you can walk under it. Well, there's five or six big trunks that come out in kind of like a, you know, a, a upside down, like a V shape almost, uh-huh. and then the branches are cut off around this, so that creates like a little space underneath. It's cool. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm stoked on it. All right. So that that's been a big part of it too, because it's just been overgrown. And anyway, what did you guys do last week? So last I week, seen you in a week. I know. Well, I saw you on Monday. 
the gymnastics on Tuesday. Um, Luke's like digging the gymnastics. Oh, he loves it. It's more like a tumbling class. Yeah. We're not talking like you know, like Olympics a lot. Gymnastics. Does he, he do like it. the rings? No. Well, I mean, kind he hangs of. On him. Yeah, he hangs on. He kind of swing around, but it's more. Does he have any interest in like pursuing that? No, it's just fun. It's well, they have like a kids zip line, and they have like a playground thing, and they do like okay. games and stuff. It's more just for fun, I think. That's I mean, cool. who knows? You might. What if someday. Luke's like a gymnast? That'd be cool. He's doing like all kinds of stuff. Yeah, okay, so that's our window he's, to the Olympics. Gets all crazy buff arms, and he can like. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, he's really good at it. Like it's fun, but yeah. they're not. Again, they're not training for like a routine or anything. It's more just. You know, practicing skills and stuff. So. Okay. So anyway. I guess he just. I mean, I guess it was just a normal week school. Yeah. After school stuff. Yeah. Audrey's playing a guitar. Audrey's doing her guitar classes. She liking so it? That's cool. Yeah. The teacher told me she's the star of the class. So what does she got so, like a little acoustic guitar? Or? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm. I have that old. I don't know if you remember. I have like an old nylon string that I have. That's um. It's a little bit smaller than, like, full-size. I mean, like, the neck and everything, but, you know, mm-hmm. the body's a little smaller. And the nylon's easier on her fingers, you know. So, um, so yeah, she's been playing that, and uh, he, it's it's going well. The teacher says she's really good. So. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I... I liked your little kid intros on the Midnight oh, yeah. Orange show. Yeah. <laughs> you got the Luke video games one. And then the, what's Audrey? Audrey's like, mommy, teaching dad, talk. teaching talk. Teaching mommy. talk. Yeah, that was really cute. Yeah, those are fun. Those are fun to do. I think your guys' podcast is going to get huge. No, thank you. Because Janelle's really funny. Your guys are talking about fights is funny. You got cute kids. Oh, we have an epic fight. on the, We just recorded last <laughs> oh, night yeah? again. Oh, my gosh. I'm waiting for when you fight on the show. Well, this one was a classic. We told, like, the whole story of our fight, like, when she didn't talk to me for six months. Like... <laughs> Oh, like the epic like the fight. epic the like, fight like the one where like when I came in like when I met you like you guys weren't talking yeah and like I remember one time being like because like I think there was some like hey hey and I was like who's that you're like I don't want to talk about it <laughs> yep that was the one oh and we go into detail man it's it's pretty epic so, so like I because yeah it's really funny hearing you guys and I think everybody should listen to it it's MandarianOrangeShow dot com well thank you yeah. I want your podcast to just blow up, and I want, well, I don't I, know, I just think Janelle's like this untapped resource. I know. she's really funny. I, well, I, and I mean, it makes me happy, because I, I think we talked about this before, but part of my inspiration was you telling me that she said, like, when you were out at the thing with the blade, I'm just so a teacher bad. and a mom, I'm not funny anymore, and that, like... And I'm like, my heart. I'm like, without, I'm not even joking. This isn't just me like blowing smoke. Like Janelle is easily in my top five funniest people, and I know a lot of funny people. Yeah. And Janelle is easily in top five funniest people I know. And so when like, she's saying that, like about herself, because this is the girl who like would hang out with her table full of dudes and have all the dudes put to shame. Yeah, like, both in being crass and hilarious. Yeah, like she would do anything. So. When she when you told me she said that, I was like, oh, I, something needs to be done about this. And this it's been really cool. It's been really fun for us to do because, A, you know, because I, I like doing podcasts, and B, just to see her because she's totally getting into it, and it's great. Like, it's awesome. Because, so. yeah, when you really – when you, I think it's something that when people that are good at it and it's in them to do, it's impossible not to, like, get really into and be passionate about it. Yeah. 
And so it's nice, it's cool to see that in other people when they get the bug yep. and then they realize that they're good at this and this is something and this is a creative, this is a valid creative outlet. Cause like a lot of people dismiss podcasting as something like, oh, it's just a bunch of like people just talking and like, no, that's not what it is. Cause also like, I've seen so many people try it. Yeah, and like it doesn't always go well. No, like, no, like, but I'm not, not I'm not, dis- I don't want to discourage anybody. No, no everybody not. should try it. But again, like, just like anything else, like, not only, you know. Some people might try it and realize it's not for them, and that's okay. But, like, the way some people discount podcasting to me is kind of absurd. But that's how it is with every new yeah. format. But not that this is new. Like, again, like, I've, when I think I've been doing this for 12 right. years. And and it comes heavily from radio, and that's yeah, similar. Yeah. I mean, obviously we have a lot more freedom. Yeah. But... But it's that same kind of idea that, that people have been doing for, you know, generations now. Yes. So. That's cool. My week was very um, normal. Yeah. I, I was trying to remember, like, things that I did. I mostly watched things. We did record a new Popsicles yeah. on Saturday because now Benson... Benson's got his new life. He's like in a new. He's well. He's on a night. He's got a. Night. He's got a regular job. He's not working on the weekends, and he's got his own place. And like Derek's got a pretty. He's. I mean, Derek's working part time. Yeah. But he's trying to. I think he's working more and more at the comic book store. That's good. And um. And then I'm just the one that's like, what do whatever doing. But you doing had a thing. job like. You have job applications. Well, I got applications out. Right out. I got that's a couple. Good. Um. So, you know, whatever. But, again, it's just like, what is that going to, like, I don't know. I just get depressed because I'm like, what am I even doing? Well, you've got all kinds of things. Think about our... Because, like, I guess getting the job will enable me to, like, have a steady income yeah. and I can do the things that I want to do. And doing something, like, on a school schedule where it's not just completely sucking up my entire life. Because, like, my friend Anthony... Like was telling me about this job at Blizzard, uh-huh. and like, I really appreciate my friends like looking out for me. But like those, that's the kind of job where I'm like, if I got that job, then like it becomes my whole life, and like I don't want my job to be my life. Yeah, especially like if it's like I, that. That's cool, like working for like a big. But then like that takes up all your time, and then I have no time to like do the things I want to do, like like doing this and writing and doing stuff. Although I need to be writing more, and it's. That's again. I'm in one of those phases because like yeah. I was really energized for a while and like it kind of was like ah, uh, and then like but like that kind of that's how it works. Yeah. That's another thing that people just don't understand is like it's like it's not really it doesn't even it doesn't it it, it works in different ways different things. I mean I'm getting inspired but then like and then I'll sit down and I'll try and come up with things but like it isn't happening. But like we have other things we're working on. But then but then like working with you. Like, some things that we're working on, like, you are busy. I know. It's hard. It's hard because I do have more freedom than the average guy that's got... But you're a parent. But I'm a parent. And, like, your kids kids. take off, like, most of your time. It takes a lot of time, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I have have times that I get to do stuff, but it's, it's, you know... I guess sometimes I get frustrated because I just... I thought that, like... Because I moved out here, and, like, because you have your schedule, like, but, like, I feel like we, like, if you look at, like, we're, like, we're, sometimes it feels like we're doing less. I mean, if, you know. But as your kids get older, they take up more time. That's part of the thing. Like, they, I mean, 
a year ago, we didn't have like all, you know, guitar lessons and gymnastics. I mean, we had done some of those things, but each year, each, you know, as they get older, more and more things and play dates and, yeah. you know, homework. And that's just, and that's, we have homework now. Both of them That's have your homework. life. And so. like, and I, and I'm not, you know, I don't want to be that guy. And I'm, I'm, I'm so, I mean, you're happy and I'm happy for you that you're happy. And also your kids are awesome. And then like, and then like, but like, and I just have to, that's not my path. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, I mean, and it's a constant juggling act to try to get that nailed down. But if you can get up a little earlier in the morning and come up, because that's my, that's the thing. My window of time to get stuff done is from 8.50 when I drop Luke off until, you know, 11.40 when I got to go pick him up. Like, that's my, that that or, like, you know, after everyone goes to bed. That's uh, crazy. That's it. Like that's. I mean, other than that, and it's not that I can never get. But stuff then, what done are you doing? Around. Like, so you're doing from at late fifty to like eleven. What what time? That's like three hours. Yeah. It's well. It's like two and a half hours. It's like two but hours. But you also. But then minutes. you're doing like. But I gotta do housework. I gotta like do laundry and so, dishes. I gotta keep the yard maintained. Well, like, because like there hasn't like the Brax thing is just like. I, I know it's over. Well, here's the here's the thing. It's, it's a juggling. And then like we're working on a script right now, and like I I, know, I sent a, that to you like months ago. That ball is in my court as well. And like that was months ago. Yeah. Well, but it, then I'm like, I want to work on new stuff, but like I have a hard time like coming up with new things right now. I don't know. Well, it's 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 an interesting. It's an interesting juggling act. It really is. Uh, what is this? What did I do? And here, I guess here's the thing, too. Like, if there's something... And, and, and so lately, the thing that we've been focusing well, yeah. on is we've been, we've been keeping the show Doing going. Doing a good regular. job with that. And, you know, we've got to... It, it's hard the to... The Kickstarter thing. I mean, we're getting that. We're getting that done. We've got done. Working on the Renaman All-Stars thing. Just got the CD Baby distribution thing done today. So that's good. Um, but you I can't know, believe so we're gonna have a real CD. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And I know I should be happier about those things. Like we made a record. We're making yeah. things exist in the world that didn't exist before. And then, but then I also I have that typical like artist malaise where I'm just like, yeah, but like maybe maybe 20 people <laughs> are gonna see this and nobody really cares. And is this is just some people care. Like what is this? And then like and is it good enough? And like. And like I, I, I mean, like, and I feel like that's, and that's something that you just live with. Yeah. And people cope with it in different ways, and and I've seen that's like that can destroy people, yeah. like creatively, and I don't want that to happen at all. And I guess you just got to keep moving forward and working on the next thing, yeah. because if you stop for like too long and dwell in that, like that, like whatever that is, that's where you just like that's destroys you. Yeah. And so you got to just keep, and that's where again podcasting is good because the second we're done with this, we've got the next one next week, and it's just like continuous right. thing. And then like I got that to look forward to, and 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 that's cool. I guess well, cool. That, I, I guess that's the thing is that I have to focus on a smaller group. And you used to be able to do fifty different projects all at once, and I can only do so much at one time. And so, unfortunately, the Brax. I mean, I don't know, it just, you know, if I had other time to devote to it, I totally could, but it's been, it's challenging. It is. And maybe, you know, I'd like to get back to doing it on the regular, but. Well, I think a part uh, of it for me is also, like, I've been trying to, 
Um, I'm like, well, I gotta, I gotta meet more people. Yeah. And and so I go on like the apps, and nothing like, and that that gets very frustrating. What do you mean the apps? Like different like, oh, like dating apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff because like I'm gonna be completely honest here. This is very humiliating, but like the only two matches I've gotten, because like right now I'm like I just want to meet a person, like right. any person, right. and and like and like not even for like romantic purposes, no, not necessarily. Right. Like I'm not even at that level where I'm like because like I need to like there's a lot of stuff I need to work on before I can like like I've got a lot of stuff going on, you know. Yeah. And. And so I'm just like I just want to meet somebody and like hang out and like whatever. And so the only two matches I've gotten, and I've like tried like Tinder and OK Cupid, and um, and then they, there's a new one called Bumble where it's like, but it, and like that sounded promising, but I guess the only people I've heard it's promising for is girls because okay. because here's how it works: the girl. Um, the girl initiates like you don't even see the match until the girl initiates contact or the other person. Okay. Because I think, but like I wasn't even trying to connect with dudes on there, so like, because I'm just like whatever, I don't even care. Like I'm just like trying, like whatever. And and so let me tell you, <laughs> the only matches I've had across everything. Well, there was one where I thought it was a real person because, like, I wrote in my thing, it was on OkCupid, where I wrote that I do a podcast, and they were like, please tell me about your podcast, and then it turned out it was a bot, and they just, like, pulled something from my profile, and I was like, oh, gosh, that's frustrating. And then, like, but then, so the only two matches I've gotten on, this is on, I haven't gotten anything on Bumble, like, nothing. So I'm just like, do they just look at me and are like, ugh. Like, cause I've like slept on a lot of people. Like, I'm not uh, being like super picky. Right. And then I, I think another problem is because where we're living, we're near two tourist areas. Yeah. So like a lot of people from out of town, and I don't think they're interested in like, oh, this guy lives. Cause I think they're like people coming to like Big Bear and De Palm Springs. Yeah. And we're in because um, we're in kind of a weird spot. We're in kind of a small area. Yeah. Also. Like, the stereotypes seem to be true. Like, everybody has kids. Like, the girls and the guys all have kids. And, like, that's not something, like, no offense. Like, I don't, I just, like, I'm sorry. But, like, no, that's it. I don't want to walk into some weird kid situation. And, like, and then, like, even just, like, I don't know. Like, that's. All right, here's okay, my. Okay, but anyway, so my, my two, like, my two matches. Okay. The real matches I had. One was. Somebody that it was a girl that swipes, she swipes right every every, every one like half the time, no okay. matter what, and like so just and, a ton of them, and then and then and then she never even responded. Says and like I showed Matthew this on Christmas. I was so so first I was like, hey, how's it going? I'm Brendan. Blah blah. Never got a response. And like six months later, it says I showed him this December twenty fifth, twenty fifteen. My message to her, I don't even remember doing this, um, was, how's that 50-50 swipe thing working out for you? The 50-50 swipe. And never, I thought I was being funny. That's clever. And no response. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. She probably hasn't even logged into her. Probably account. just yeah. Um, and then the other one. So there's this new thing on Tinder where you can you get one of these a day. You can super like somebody. Okay. And I guess it like pops up and like whatever. And it was this guy that was like into like wrestling and stuff. And I'm like, well, that's cool. And so he super liked me. And then I messaged him, and he's like, oh, I did this by accident. And then he deleted. Oh. And I was like, I'm like, okay, I, I can cut because it's right there. I'm like right next yeah. to the thing. But like, do you have to be a, like, what? <laughs> like, you just ruined my self-esteem. Uh-huh. So that was very, and then like, I don't know. So I'm like, I'm, I'm very not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having a lot of luck with the online thing. And then like the, I'm like, historically the, the place where I did meet people was church and that's, I'm not going to church to meet people. (laughs) Well, I've had an idea about this and I'm going to throw it out there and we'll see what comes of it. Um, but, and actually you're just showing me the thing from this new comics place in town, which kind of. Gives me additional that kind of backs up my idea. What, the D D thing. I think you should get a local D D game going. I think because I mean you know Don, I've gone out with you once to to James. Yeah, we got to drive all the way out to Los Angeles. Right, and that's and and it's great, and I'd still like to do that when it. But comes how would out. I even get that going? So that's what I'm saying. Let's go down to the guy that runs this new place and see if I mean you don't have to do it there, but we could do. It. I don't know if there's place. It's, it's very place, small. Very small. But it could either be there or it could be some other, you know, local place. Not inviting strangers into my house. Oh, well, not at your house. But I mean, Queen Bean. Kind of Queen Bean or some kind of a establishment. There's well, I know you around. can, like, for a while, I, tr- I was going to do, like, a meetup because, you know, meetup.com. Yeah. But, like, now, like, a lot of those charge money. And then also, like, I'm still a very shy person, like, uh, until I, like, yeah. so, like, just go, the idea of, like, like I'd, I'd be all excited and then I'm, like, the, and then, like, the reality of, like, going to meet complete strangers right. somewhere would hit, and then I wouldn't do it. Well, this is why I say a D&D game is good, because you've got, like, a smaller number, and you get to know them over, a, you know, regular period of time. And if we do it locally, and, we you know, we could find a night when I could come and do it, too. Like, But a lot of people that play D&D are not cool. Like, I mean, not maybe. cool, but, like, not even, like, like I'm not saying, like, I don't want to hang out with them. I'm saying, like... They're like some like I mean like like antisocial like yeah I'm, yeah I, but it, I, it, I mean it, you got to put yourself out there. That's the thing. Like even if maybe not everyone in the group you would become best friends with, but you know you, you just got to put yourself people, out there. Others because I mean the, the the hard part is like you know I mean I know that you came out here and I'm the one that you know out here and I have I have a limited amount of time and I feel yeah. bad no it's not you shouldn't you know, ever feel bad I know I played that card when I was super angry I with know, you but, but that was just me just like completely like but, you know I mean because I, I understand and and it's fun and it's not that I don't want to it's just I, I barely keep my head above water and I I, I know that I can't be enough Man, for your total social outlet. This is like you the know? total real world. It is. I mean, I, it's probably not even like a funny time. It's real time. It's really, but it is. And like, I can't, but that's not fair to you. Well, and, 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 like, and I know you're not trying to put that on me, but but I know that you need to have other, you know, you need other people around you. Like everybody does, you know? Yeah, and that's, that so, hasn't been happening too much. And it's, yeah, and I mean, lately. 
But I mean, that's always. But but like again, we. I mean, we've talked about this. This is kind of an ongoing theme. Like, there's very few people. This pool, because you know, most people. Yeah. Like most people. They're very social and they can get along with everybody. And like, yes, we can get along with everybody, but we don't. But the pool of people that we can actually connect with and have like meaningful, it seems like I don't know. Maybe this is how everybody feels, but I really feel like just my whole life, it's much smaller yeah. than other people. Well, it, it, because, again, there's different levels. Yeah, it's like you can't. But get then, along like, with yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Well, I think that's one of our. Both, I think both of us, and this is why we have such success. In certain things is because, and Derek's even like Derek's always impressed with my ability to be able to talk to like anybody, right? But but who you're gonna actually have a connection with, spend lots of time. I feel like with. that is way smaller than most people yeah. because, <laughs> I mean, and then it doesn't help when I mean my mom straight up said to me like, and this wasn't even when I was like in high school. This is like when I was like graduated from college. Like your interests are. Like nobody is into this stuff. <laughs> well, it's a it's a unique set. Of Basically, interests. like you're a freaking weirdo. But that but you can connect with someone on some of it. You don't have to find. You know, not everyone has that, to like but, everything. But like, it's not even. I, I don't. I mean, it's just that whole. And I I feel I hope that like, but I feel like like this is why we connect with the people that we do because. We all feel this way. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I, there are other people out there like that. I know, but it's just like, how do you find those people? Well, and I think this is a good. How do you interesting like, start? But it's also like, I don't know. You're right. I, I'm just saying it, it's a, it's 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 an interesting like possibility. Worst case scenario, it doesn't go well, and then you don't do it anymore. But it'd be interesting to try. It's yeah. fun to play. I barely ever get to play because the only times I ever get to play D and D are when they're far away, and it's hard. It's it's just that much more time than it takes to commit. And I'm not. I mean, if we get a chance to go out to Jays again or whatever, I, you know, of course I would love to do it. I'm not saying instead of that, but you know, I mean, if we did something where you know it was a couple hours on a, a night of the we week, could just you know, drive five minutes, right? And I, I could, you know. It's easier for me to run out, especially after, like, the kids go to bed. If we can start at 8 o'clock or something, I could find a night of the week to do that, you know. And I, I should start a meetup group for that, and I should start a meetup group for, like, wrestling. Yeah. But then, like, a lot of dudes that like wrestling are, like, not my kind of dudes. That is, like, yeah, you're more of a fringe <laughs> wrestling person, Because, like, a lot of them, like, I'll friend people that I've met, like, at wrestling things, and then they just start posting, like, really sexist stuff. Like, just, like, like really, like, I'm like, ugh. What's wrong I'm with like, being sexy? Yeah. I'm like, well, like, yeah, and, like, right, like, just posting, like, thumbs up if you like boobs. Like, I swear to you, that was something that, like, some wrestling fan yeah. that I'm like, so I was like, oh, yeah, I met this guy at a show, and, like, I'm like, I friended him, and I'm like, oh, this guy's a total perv. <laughs> and, like, or, like, something, like, really homophobic, or, like, really, and there are a lot of immature, because a lot of, there is that stereotype, because a lot of these, these are, these are single dudes that, don't get out a lot, and yeah. wrestling is one of the things. And and I'm a dude, but I also am not a scumbag. Yeah. Well, and and you're you're gonna meet people like that, but, but that's in every. But I feel like there's a high ratio. And maybe a tougher. That's why I think this because someone that's willing to sit down and play a game where you talk a lot and hang out, like that's 
that's a good, you know, part way. You're, you're part of the way there already with that type of personality, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I think that's I think we should do that. And it would be cool since there's this new place in town if we could, like, hook up with that or something. I mean, it doesn't have to be that, but that's an interesting possibility. Yeah. Could just, just do it, you know. Yeah. Heck, we might even be able to get Keith in on it. Yeah, but Keith also is like a dad know, and he's doing he, dad stuff. He, he could do like a nighttime. Thing. I feel bad. Like that's another thing where I feel like I claim that I'm like wanting to meet people and like I've lived here in Ukaipa for over a year and we've only hung out with Keith like that one time. Yeah. And like I remember telling John like, oh yeah, we're gonna watch wrestling. So I'm 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 a whore. I'm bad. Like I <laughs> like. But people, I mean, it is hard as like, at our so like, I, I, people are busy, you know. And like, so like, I never, I never watched wrestling with John. Like that did not happen. Yeah, and now he moved. Did he move? Well, I, he was in the process of moving. I don't know for sure okay. that he's moved yet, but I think. He but did. like, and that was over a year ago. So yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm just as guilty. It, and like, and to be honest, like, I'm the kind of person where like, luckily, I guess for my benefit. I prefer to be by myself because, like, if I really – because I know lots of people, like, if I couldn't be alone, like, I would have gone nuts. Yeah. Like, like whereas I'm a very – I don't think I'm antisocial. I just – I operate just fine, like, by myself. Yeah. But sometimes even that, like, it, after a while – It's hard. You get a little stir-crazy, and that's where you need that. Oh, Steve's asking what's the place. There's a new place it's in a new. There's a new comic book store in Ukaipa. It's called Wonder Comics. And it's very small, and um, they 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 have like the 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 whole like front part of the store is like Funkos, but I guess you got to have will make the money. Yeah, I mean, if and someone's walking there by, was there was like there wasn't a lot of comic books. But it's also this has got to be really. It's like new. brand new. It looks like it's I have brand not heard new. Of it. I mean, we drive by there all the time. But it's called Wonder Comics. They have a website, yeah, what's WonderComics.net. There you go. So I guess I should like add them and like Facebook and like yeah. maybe reach out. I'm just I mean it, if it doesn't work out through them it doesn't have to. Because what if it's potential? But what if also we could do like a live radio burn? That's what I'm saying. Like, like that's we got a cool. I mean if if they are cool we got a cool place in I town. I think it's seriously just this dude. Well maybe maybe that's maybe he's a cool dude. But then like what if he's a comic book guy? Well then just don't do anything else. That's what. You'll never know. This is again. Try. This is like what I'm working on. You got to get out there. You got to put yourself out there. And it could be cool. I mean, because you know, like you said, there's it's hard to meet people. You're not like going and hanging out at bars. Yeah, that's the that's, one that's thing. The other scene, like, like I've never scene. like because well, like that's one. It's like because like I remember the one like the one period of time where I was. And like you'd meet these people, and for me, I would think that like I'm like, oh, these are these are cool people, and like, and then like I'd I remember I met this dude, and he was actually in a band, and then like I sent, and he, he's like, oh, here's my MySpace, and afterwards, and then I like MySpace him, and he's like, man, I don't even remember, and like again, it's like you're talking to drunk people, right. so like they wouldn't even remember me. <laughs> They're like, wait, what did we did we talk about this? I'm like, no, that wasn't me, and then I'm like, is this what this is? Yeah, like that's what meeting people, yeah, it's, like meeting drunk, that's and not, like that's a weird and scene. The, in the moment, it's like cool, but like especially now, like because like I don't really drink. Um, and I don't smoke anymore. And that was smoking was always a huge because you could you instantly had this connection with the other smokers. Yeah. And like that's how I met a bunch of people. But like I don't smoke anymore. And like 
and then and like that was like the great like barrier because like it's like you're already like you have something in common and you're already kind of like fighting the system because like the world hates smokers you're like outside you get this like yeah man like yeah and like you could talk but like it was great at things like comic con or like concerts or movies because like talk to like celebrities and other people because it's like already we're like we're part of the smokers club right and it kind of breaks down a lot of barriers but like that's I don't do that anymore, and I don't really drink because um, because one it's expensive, yeah, and two um, especially for me it's a very 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 slippery slope yeah. that I don't even want to mess with, and also it's expensive and, I'll and, very expensive. and also like alcohol I don't like it it doesn't uh, yeah. taste good. It's, yeah, I, I, I mean, I've just never acquired a taste for it. And I've, like... Honestly. Yeah, I don't have that. And, like, I was really into beer for a while with John, but, like, that beer is really expensive. Like, the fancy yeah. beers, it's, like, $8 for, like, one beer. I just felt bad because our friend Brian, who, like, does all his homebrew stuff, and, like, people would come and try to mooch off of him and, like, oh, hey, Brian, oh, can I get some of your beers? And then he'd always offer it to me, and I'd be, like... I don't want to waste your awesome beer because I'm not going to enjoy it. Like, I mean, I appreciate it. That's cool. I even helped him brew it sometimes, but I just it just wasn't my thing. I just, you know. Yeah. Anyway. But, like, and that's how most people over, like, in their 20s and 30s, like, that's what you do. Like, think about all the TV. Think about, like, How I Met Your Mother. Like, they live in that bar. Yeah. And I know, like, a lot of people, that's what they do. And I'm just not that person. Yeah. So, like, what do you do? Like, I mean, like, again, like, church – but like I, I don't want to meet people at church. Well, yeah, and that's not really we like dealing with the kind of people. Right and, and even at even when we were going to church, like other church people, like always, like mo- like ninety percent of church people. Well, yeah, like, there's again, there's always a contingency of yeah. those people, but it's not like so. Even when I was going to art, church, yeah. I was not a church people person. Yeah, and but especially now, like yeah, like that's so then well, like so then like volunteering, I guess. Yeah. And like, like even, and then like, I don't know. Well, we used to meet a lot of people going to shows, but that's not, I mean, people, it's weird. It's hard to get stuff going even like, and I love putting on shows. People don't do, I mean, LA people go to shows still, and that's it. Yeah. Like, I could feel like if there's like, if I lived in, like, in Hollywood, I would probably go, I would probably get a movie pass. And I'd go to the New Beverly, and, like, it's the same people. And I'd yeah. probably meet some yeah. of those people and go into shows, go into, like, residencies. And, like, that's yeah. how – because, like, I remember the the only time I've ever felt, like, post-college where I'm like, man, we're getting into was – was when we were going to – because I went even more than you, like, going to um, the uh, – what was the place in Costa Mesa? Um uh. Detroit Bar. Detroit Bar. Yeah. Like, that's where, like, I felt like I was meeting people and meeting bands, like, and, like, being friends with everybody. And, like, I like I started, like, like, like bands, like, even not just, like, the bands, but, like, other bands, like, started, like, yeah. like, because I think about, like, the, like, the third or fourth time, like, I saw Stacey Clark and she, like, I hung, like, we hung out after we the show. On yeah. And then, like, I remember, like, because I, I went, you weren't even there. Like, I brought Anthony and Monica and then, like, Stacey, like, hung out with us after the show for a while. Yeah. And they're, like, how do you even, I'm, like, I just been coming all the time. Like, because, again, like, you and I, like, we just, we, we speak musician. Yeah. And I and we can hang out and like and that was the only time where I felt like I was like getting into this community. That was the last venue that we went to often enough that like the doorman knew yeah. us. Yeah, like that was 
that's been a long time because that's hard. I mean, Detroit Bar itself is gone. That stuff is going away. Well, it's now weird. it's the the other the new place, and I've heard that place is yeah, not bad. But but still, those places are slowly but surely. Well, dying they're getting off. and they're getting swallowed up by like the big venues, like by the big. And I've from just from talking to people like. The observatory is like they're like trying to destroy all the other because yeah. they're they're spending crazy because again it's like a rich dude and like it's like his daughter or something that like runs the and like money is not an object yeah and they're and so like it's just like their goal is to destroy all the other venues and then like chain reactions like a shell of its Ever, I mean, it started when they went Ticketmaster, but now it's just all like pay to play. Yeah. I was talking to some of Josh's friends who are still in the music scene, and they're like, "Yeah, it's all pay to play stuff." And like it's, it's the worst. And like a lot of those venues, like all of Fullerton, like yeah, um, like uh, Steve's telling. Like, I know your sister goes. She goes to an open mic to read her poetry in Riverside. Oh, what night? Do you know what night that is? Yeah, she was telling me about it. She gave me the specifics. Okay. But like, still, that's still all the way in Riverside. I mean, it is far. Well, there is an open mic here in Yukaipa. Yeah. But you'd have to, like, temper, because it's like a family establishment. So well, yeah, to, this I mean, one probably, too. I don't know. But I'm not really, I'm not a stand-up. I've never done stand-up. No, you've got to try it somewhere. I mean, do you've I? done it on our show. Do I? I think I mean, I could great. just, like, tell stories. I think yeah. I'm more of a storyteller. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, your sister talked to me on Twitter. I, she talked to me about it. Steve's sister seems pretty cool. Yeah, well, she's written in a couple times. Yeah, no. She hasn't? I don't think so. Maybe you just show me stuff she's I written. showed her stuff she wrote on Twitter. Like she, maybe on Facebook? I don't know. Somewhere. I think you're imagining things. No. Maybe just Steve talking about her. I don't know. Well, anyway, I think uh, I think we got some potential stuff here. This is cool, and I think you should try some kind of thing. Man, that's 50 minutes of real talk. It's real talk tonight. That's tonight's episode is real talk. Now we got to fly through the rest of the talk, man. Leap. But what are we going to call this episode? Leap. A leap into real talk. (laughs) A leap into real talk. That's stupid. It's like on a very special episode. This is once every four years we get to have this real talk. Once every four years. Once every four years. So four years from four now. Years from now, we'll have another next, real talk. Real talk. After this, no more no, real that's talk. It. Just nonsense. Well, speaking of, well, this isn't nonsense, but we got some reader mail. Yeah, let's do it. It's from Rocky. What's up, Rocky? The second week in a row from Rocky. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and uh, he asked question. This is a Phil question. Okay. Question for both, but Phil may have more to say. What do you want to see next from Star Wars Legos? New, old, something they missed? Well, this is fantastic. I mean, this is this is definitely my. I have. I feel free to chime in. If I don't you even. Like. I, I'm sure whatever I said, you're probably like they already they have already that. Know. Well, well, just out of curiosity, what would you? Well, say? I did think um, Jonathan London posted one that it was Lego Alderaan and it was just black, <laughs> like just like some bunch of black bricks. That's pretty. That's terrible, but awesome. <laughs> but like, I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't even. I'm not like. I'm. I. I'm not a huge like. I don't even know. Like, I think everything that I would want, they have. Very like, mean. like you know, like I want like a Tie Fighter. Yeah, they got every iterate. I mean, hundreds I want, of iterations like, of that. Like Force Awakens stuff. Do they have those? Well, there are, there are some, and they've had some cool stuff. I'd love to see more Force Awakens stuff. Obviously, I mean, you know, that so they have like a Jakku. Uh, yeah, well, they have like a Ray on her little speeder thing. 
Um, they have like a couple of the ships, like they have the the new order. The, what's it? Is it new order? Not new order. First order. <laughs> yeah, the new order is a band. Yeah. The first order Tie Fighter. You know, with the orange like kind yeah. of belt on it and X Wing. Um, they've got uh, I don't know. There's a few other. You know, they've got several out there, but probably like six or seven, and I'm sure they're going to roll out more. Maybe even a little more than that. Um, as far as classic ones, I mean, they've been pretty thorough. As far as, I mean, they've even done stuff like the T-16 Skyhopper that, you know, Luke's playing around with when he's, like, cleaning up. I mean, they've done everything. But there's a couple that I would like to see that I've been hoping for. Um, One, which seems silly, but I would love to have, is, you know, the little training droid that, I don't I can't forget what you call it, when he's learning to do the lightsaber on the Millennium Falcon the first time, when he's got the blast shield down, just that little, like, little orb, I think it would be super cool to have one of those. Mm -hmm. It would be like, it wouldn't have to be a big set, but, you know, just a little... Like, shiny ones. Well, you know what I would want? Like, I want... Because, like, my biggest Star Wars thing... And, like... Again, like, I got really frustrated... Because I, I don't know if it's as big as I thought it was. Okay. Because, like, they, I've, watched, I've read a bunch of recent retrospectives of first-person shooting games. Yeah. And no one brought up Dark Forces. And, like, Dark Forces was such a huge part of my life. And I'm pretty sure that it's the first first-person shooter where you can jump... Like, because it came, it was like a year before Duke Nukem. Okay. And people, because this first person shooter retrospective, it was like one of the big game sites. They seemed to imply that Duke Nukem was the first one you could jump. And that is not true. And they didn't even mention Dark Forces. But I would like to see, like, some, because they introduce, in Dark Forces, they introduce these, they're dark troopers. They're like, they're like super stormtroopers and they're robots and they're freaking scary. So I want, like, a dark trooper. And then, like, the dark trooper ship that just has, like, full of these dark troopers. Like, that would be cool. And then, like, some other, like, Cal Katarn. They had, like, the sewer level that was, like, really scary. I think it's what... Because I have, like, a... It was... I was so amazed... I thought I was the only person that had a phobia of water levels in first-person shooter games. <laughs> then, like, I read comments on, like, some article where someone's like, yeah, I have it. I can't even play, like, Half-Life because there's, <laughs> there's this part in Half-Life where you have to go in the water and then there's, like, monsters in the water and, like... I can't do it. Like it's, I, and like, I think that's there's a sewer level where it's like the trash compactor creature, yeah. but like there's a bunch of them and like they pop their little thing out and like <laughs> scared the crap out of me to the point that. where I had to get my brother to finish the level because I was too scared. And then ever since then, like there's a bunch of water levels in Duke Nukem and there's like sharks and then just the weird noise that everything makes. Because you're underwater right. and they're able, and it's just like it's just very disorienting. And the fact that stuff can come from all sides and up and down, right. so a lot of sneak attacks happen. So you just be like duh, 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 swimming. There's like da from behind you. It's like ah, like like I, uh, I'm so glad that there isn't really any swimming in Fallout because like I don't have to deal with that. But like there's like these like, sea kind of creature guys, and they, like, pop up out of the sand, and they pop up right in front of you, and it really scares the crap out of me. I yelled out loud the other day playing Fallout. Like, I think I probably, like, freaked my neighbors out because it's, like, 3 in the morning. I'm just, ah! <laughs> um, so, okay, so I got a yeah. couple more. Sorry. That's okay, that's okay. But this is an important question, and I'm excited about it. So, for one, the scale, you know, because you could do it that to scale. Like, you know, it's, like, that big, you like know, that. like, I don't know, four or five inches. Yeah. 
And then another one would be, I would love to have the torture droid, like that, yeah. you know, like, that'd be cool. I mean, obviously not the scale, but, you know, it'd be cool to have a little, Giant. I like the floating, like, robot thing. Yeah. And then um, the one other one is, you know, the little mouse droid, yeah. they have, like, in a couple sets, they have little tiny ones, but I'd love to have, like, I mean, you could do that like to a scale, big one. like a full scale little mouse robot, so that'd be pretty fantastic. I mean, there's tons of other stuff, too, but those are the ones, the first ones that come to mind. Steve says his sister went tonight. Oh, nice. So it's, is it is it Monday, then? Yeah. It'd be cool. It's a long drive. Yeah, but we could do it Monday, and we could, like, if we got, like, our recorder thing, like we've talked about, we could record. No way. At the thing. No. And record you. Well, yeah, we do need to get a record. We definitely need to get a recorder, because... Um, there's so many opportunities that we miss because, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think about all the people we talked to at conventions. It would have been and, cool, like other stuff, and then just when we're out and about, and yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, thank you for writing in, Rocky. Uh, great question, one I'm obviously very excited about. And if you have any connections with the folks over at Lego, you know, let them know my request. If I could get that scale, like, mouse droid, I would definitely get that. That would be amazing. That, like, rolled around? That, yeah. That, near, 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 oh. Yeah. You can like a you do a full-on remote even? control. That would be pretty great. Actually, I just want a remote control one of that. Why don't they have that? I don't know. With sound effects? Yeah. <laughs> like, the little, like... Weren't those, like, surveillance droids or something? I can't remember. Like, they have them in Dark Forces, too. And you can, like... Well, they had them. one in Force Awakens, of course, too. Yeah. Gosh, Dark Forces was awesome, and I have them all on Steam, and I've never played the other ones because Jedi Knight, like, it took them forever to make, and then by the time it came out, I had moved on to, like, other things, and then they made, like, three more, and I haven't really played. I know that I've heard they're really good, and I got them on Steam, and then, but I have, like, 200 games on Steam, (laughs) and instead I just play Clicker Heroes. Yeah. I I, I don't know what's wrong with me. (laughs) I understand. I... Two of the games that I play more than any other games right now are Pokemon Shuffle and Pokemon Pycross. Two free-to-play <laughs> free games. games. You don't even want to know how many hours I've racked up well, on I those have two. A, I know how many. But see, here's the thing. Those games, the reason I do, not because I like them better than others, but because I have such a crazy schedule, I can and play that one when I'm going to the bathroom. Like two seconds. Can, oh, my gosh, I'm pull out and do a couple like Pokemon Shuffles or whatever. Because that's, that's, that's the why. time I have. I think you that's know? what it is. It really is. Like... Because if I could sit down on a big epic game, I would. I just barely. I don't have time. I mean, I get a little bit of time, and it's I not that's like I don't most have any. Adults. But I mean, that's even me. It, it, it's 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 a weird thing. I get to do a little more because I play with Luke some too, you know. But he's in the Animal, animal Crossing now, so he's like on his own. Yeah, he's just I mean, I'm telling you, he's, I can't journey. wait for the morning, and I'm like, why? Because I'm gonna go to the store in Animal Crossing. See what they have to say. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember being there. I, I, I know that feeling. You know what else? Such a genius. Oh my gosh. They, they, it it is. You know what else is genius though? What? Listening to podcasts on Stitcher. I was listening to The Blaze on Stitcher right before you came here. Working on my puzzle. Cat and Lizzie. Yeah. So, um. Lizzie? Yes, Yes. Lizzie. Thank you. 
And uh, and you can listen to our podcast on Stitcher. You can listen to all of Benview Network podcasts on Stitcher. Just go to RadioBrendo.com, click the Stitcher link. If you haven't signed up for a free account yet, you can do so. And it's, you can listen on your mobile device, on your website. Use the code BrendoMan on their website, not on your website. I mean, you can go on your website. No, yeah, it's their website. No, their website, but it's Unless great. Unless someone from Stitcher is listening to us. All your devices and... Yeah, and you can listen to all the Benview Network podcasts, such as Benson's Boombox, Benview on Spielberg, Comic Nerd Unite, Extra Damage, Man Burner's Wrestling Show, Midnight Marinara. They've been doing a lot of cool stuff. Like yeah. I, I get freaked out. He's, he's he's scary. They have a lot of good voice actors. Um, Nerd's Eye View, listen about talking about the latest movies. Yeah. Pick your paths, like choose your own adventure. Picture Start, even though they they did four of those. Classic. I was on the last one, but yeah. Derek keeps talking about maybe. Speaking of classics, Pillage Cast. Yeah. Popsicles, we just recorded a new episode. Um, it's mostly talking about Benson and... His new stuff. New stuff, and then my tell a harrowing tale of love and loss, <laughs> and, and then I yell at Derek about stuff. <laughs> and But it was mostly just talking about what's been going Because so much, I mean... We hadn't recorded an episode since before Star Wars came out. That's true. So, like, I'm like, Derek hates everything. <laughs> hates Star Wars. Hates Elf Caesar. Did he address how he hates everything? Well, he just, you know, he's Derek. <sighs> he's, just, he's like, I just thought it was, like, he said Hell Caesar was boring. Uh, he was not watching the same movie I was watching. And I'm, plus, I'm like, for somebody that loves movies or claims of the movies, like, I don't see how. It's like a love letter to movies. I know. Amongst many As other Marin things. Marin says, it's about how movies save us. Yeah. Save us all. And that's really what, because he chooses movies. Yeah, that's the path. And that's, again, that's, and that's, I think that's what I'm, that's what we're talking about is that, like, you know, that traditional, safe yeah. life. And he, and like, as tempting as it is, like, not all of us. He, that's just not how he's that's wired. That's not how, and like, so that, I think I really related to yeah. that. Because <laughs> like, he had that, like, this great paying job, it was going to be regular time and blah 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 well, then i started thinking because like because like, because it was like because well, the way Marin was interpreting it because he was like like because he's like because and and then it made sense like the because again like on your theological background like well like um like uh brolin is a jesus yeah figure well and the guy and he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders and that's like Satan tempting him yeah, in, the in the desert. Like that's like, the like he is the Satan figure. Yeah. And he goes and meets with them, and each time he offers them a different thing. I mean, that's totally, exactly totally, what that completely is. Completely is. Because and like the fact that Marin caught out of that made me so happy. Yeah. And because like I was trying to explain it, to, like I explained it to you right, and you were like, "Yeah, right yeah. away." But other people are like, "What?" And I was like, "Okay, I guess." It, like it, part of what I love about the Coen Brothers so much is it work. Their movies work on multiple. So many levels. levels. Like you could just watch it as, "Oh, I love all those old styles of movies." And it yeah. was fun to see that, but if you really want to look into it, there's so much more. Because there's it. different stuff going on. I oh. mean, also like you know the the rise of communism in the entertainment business because writers were getting screwed. Right. Like that whole and that's like and like then that whole thing and like and then also when you look at it in the greater scope of other Coen Brothers movies yeah. and like how it directly like kind of like as again like Marin like said a lot of the stuff where he's like it picks off where like Barton Fink. Because Barton Fink's like this disgruntled writer who goes insane. Right. And, and like, you mentioned that he yeah, it's pointed the same out the same picture movie studio. Company. 
Yeah, it's it, a lot of stuff. It was great. So. And like all their recurring themes and all their movies. And I think another part of it is um, like their people. The if you look like historically, their comedies are always never. They never. They aren't as well received. Right. Except raising Arizona. Except raising Arizona. That one, I think, because that's. I mean, raising Arizona is like perfect. It is, well, but in like a, but it also in a more mainstream way. Right. It's still very much them, but it's definitely one of their more mainstream. And basically, it's the first movie of theirs that anyone really saw. Because yeah. Blood Symbol is very much an yeah. indie. You know, I mean, yeah. Very few people at the time saw that. It wasn't a time like on the internet where everyone could find stuff like that. So the first thing anyone but saw like, of them was that. I feel like some of their like other comedies, like just not as I think that's where they tend to go a little bit more. Yeah, but that's, and that's what my I love. Oh my gosh! Again, people that don't like intolerable cruelty, I think it's because they're expecting other the other side of Cohen's. Like if you enjoy Cohen comedies, I think it's great. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that's um, so the New Network podcast and <laughs> Stitcher. And also, don't forget, we've talked about it already, Mandarian Orange Show. That's right, yes. Also and also Stitcher. talking about Star Wars, Star Wars Earns Unite. They talk about Star Wars. Yes, they do. Talk about a lot of stuff. It's good. Yeah. The Van Autrives. Yeah. I guess we got, that's another lady on the Ben View Network. Yeah, they're few and far between, but yeah. there's a couple out there. It's good. You guys are bringing your spouses that's right. into, because that's a Jennifer... Van Autry. I believe so. Um, and she's very knowledgeable and very funny. Yeah. And we should have like a ladies of Benview yeah. panel, like this, the wives. I'm telling you. Benview we, wives. The wives. If we can get in, though, on doing a thing at the comic thing. Dude, what if we could, like, I still like, we, I want, I, I, like, I know it's like highly improbable because they live so far away, but like, like, I want like I want Mark and Tim to come out here so we can have a real the real mega cast. Yeah, that would be Cause fantastic. I, cause I feel like, like where are they? They're well, they're in two different places entirely. But they right? live pretty close. Yeah, I Indiana, something like that. Somewhere, Somewhere in, in there. I can't remember. I feel bad now. I sent both of them stuff in the mail. I'm pretty sure. And you don't remember? I don't know. I sent a lot of stuff out in the mail. But I just I feel like because Mark and Tim are one of they're like our people. Yeah. But they're way out there. I know. We need to, I don't know. We need to make that happen. One of these days when we go on our big tour, we'll make it happen. Yeah. All right. We'll get there. Or, like, if they come out for, like, Comic-Con or something. Yeah. Keep us oh, crap. That's what I... I got to get that going. What? I got an email about signing up for... We got our... For WonderCon. Like, oh, um, oh, okay. our panel. Our entourage. Well, I also have to send in a different panel description now that Josh... Oh, I have to right. redo the panel oh, yeah. description. But Andrew, that's that's not too hard to. But uh, yeah, um, I gotta talk to Andrew and also whoever like people that get badges for people. Yeah. And uh, man, it's gonna be awesome. So speaking of like, I guess well, no, we're not there. We're not there yet. <laughs> but um, you know where we are. Where where are we? We're on the web. That's right. And, and if how, you want to be on the web, how, how does one get there? You get hosting a dream host, and um. No. <laughs> Steve says he spelled the name V first pass. I gotcha. Um but uh, but if you wanna if you wanna get a website and he's Dream Host and um 
until March 15th, so you can still do this. Yeah. You can use the promo code RadioBrendoMan at checkout to save $50, and you get a free domain registration. This will go away as of March 15th, so do it now, because after March 15th, you will still be able to save $50 by clicking the link on our website, but promo cards are going away, and the free domain registration is going away. You still get a free domain registration if you sign up for a year of hosting. Right. But But this extra bonus free domain registration by using our promo code will be going away. So get on it. Get on it. Get on it like you get on Amazon Prime when you want free shipping. Oh, look at that. Yeah. You can get a free trial of Amazon Prime, which you get free two-day shipping, instant watch library, the 20, 20% yeah. pre-order, 20% off which pre-order bonus. Which I have advantage of. And, um, yeah, you can get on that. Um, I know a lot of people are pre-ordering those new Pokemon games that were just announced. Yeah. The Sun and Moon I have the new uh, the HD remake of Twilight Princess coming to me on Thursday. Yeah, do you see they just announced Friday. a new round of uh, like the hits because they yeah. had um, they had Super Mario World 3D. Um, Very few of those do I still well, you, need. You already Pokemon th- Pikmin, Pikmin 3, and then I forgot what the other. Well, one the one was. that I want to get that I'm super excited about Super is Donkey Wolf. Kong Country oh, yeah. Tropical Freeze. And then on the Wii, they also have Super Mario All Stars, yeah. which I did have, but then I gave it to my brother. See, I still have my like Super Nintendo version of it, so yeah. I don't need to like rebuy it. Oh, but it's still really cool. Still a lot of stuff. Yeah, twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Um, so, but you can get all that stuff if you can buy well, it. Can you pre-order those, maybe? You can pre-order those. Get 20% off. 20% off. So, then you're it's only $2 like, off. It's pretty good. No, it's $4 off. $4 off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 10%. 10%. Our yeah. math is yeah. not so That's good. 16 bucks. 16 I should bucks. do that, because I want that Donkey Kong game. There you go. Hmm. Anyway. Since you're not a digital man. No, I'm not. Not yet with video I'm, games. I'm a physical man living in a physical <laughs> world. But you also get um, and then the awesome Instant Watch library yeah. where you can watch all those awesome shows. Like Wormer Gibbons. And, um, and, yeah, you can get a free trial, 30-day free trial, just by clicking the link on RadioBrendo.com for the Amazon Prime free trial. It's only $99 a year after that trial is up. It's a great deal. Yeah. Get on it. But, you know, if you're looking for other deals, maybe you already have Prime or not into it, you could still help out the show. By going onto Amazon, after clicking a link from our site through to it, <laughs> what? That's a very uh, roundabout way. After go to our website, link click on, on the Amazon. link, go to Amazon, buy stuff like you normally would. Yeah, it'll help us out, there and we will. Uh, and then we talk about talk what you about bought it. anonymously, of course. We don't know. That's right. We just know what you buy. What did people buy this? We week? got your better than me, a memoir. Memoir of who? I don't know. I gotta look on it. Look at it. It is. Uh, Bonnie McFarlane. Oh, she's a comedian. Oh, she was on Last Comic Standing. There you go. Well, there you go. With an introduction by Anthony Bourdain. There you go. He's on that one cooking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Pretty cool. Okay, we got on computer stuff. We got a digital 16 gigabyte micro flash card. So an SD, SD card. SD card. Yeah. I want to see how cheap this was because it's probably real cheap. 
Four dollars and seventy six. We live in a crazy world. Fifteen gigs, four dollars and seventy six cents with free shipping. That's a that's crazy. That's insane. I should get on this. I almost want to buy one right now. I mean, I see why someone got. And can you? I mean, I remember when we were getting like two hundred fifty six megabyte megabyte ones, and they were like. Like 50, 40, bucks. 50 bucks, right? Like this is like we live in a crazy world. And now, yeah, like sixteen gigs on a tiny micro card. You get two pack for sixteen bucks. So this is, I guess, this is like a, this is like a, this seems yeah. to be like some kind of flash sale. Yeah, four seventy six. You can just buy like you can buy four of them. That's crazy, dude. That's nuts. somebody got a good deal. Good job. Oh, but it is an add on item, so you have to add on to an existing order. Yeah, well, still. But still, you can buy something and then add it on. and That's fantastic. Holy crap. Less than five bucks for 16 gigs. You can just buy five of them. Yeah. All right. What we got a that? Green Foods True Vitality Plant Protein. So it's like the protein shake. Shake, yeah, protein shake. Protein powder. All right. We got Home Basics Wood Bellows. It's like, a, like for a fireplace like bellows? It's like the screen. No, I think, oh, yeah, oh, no, yeah. you're right. It is. Huh. That's cool. That looks just good like old, the one we had when I was a kid. Good old fireplace. Yeah, someone's getting their get their fire on. Get their fire on. It's only sixteen seventy eight with Prime. It's pretty good. Yeah. You gotta get that stuff now. Well, I guess other places are probably cold. We're in like <laughs> hot, but I I, I forget places. that other people don't all live in uh, Southern California. So you got a hot shot mini ultra liquid roach bait. So like roach traps. Yeah, it's coming. Okay, you got to get on those ahead of time. Horror movie a day, the book. Interesting. So like... Like 365 Talking about movies. horror movies each day. A horror movie recommendation for every day of the year. That's cool. Over 2,500 reviews. 495. Oh, there's 2,500 reviews on the horror movie a day website. So this is 365 oh, okay. curated. Nice. 495. That's Kindle. cool. It's pretty awesome. All right. We got... Durable matte lightweight stainless steel spike tamper reamer. Oh, this is for a tobacco tapping tapping your tobacco down. Oh, gotcha. I'm sure that's for tobacco use. <laughs> it's a must. Hey, somebody have might have like a tobacco pipe. I remember when I went through a pipe phase. I thought yeah. it was cool. My mom found it in my car. Do you remember? It? And that was not cool. Danny, who played music with Tyrone Wells, I can't remember his last name. That's like his business now is he like makes hand carved pipes. Dang. I remember Curtis was really Curtis had like a pipe collection. I'm, I, he had like a Gandalf one. Really oh yeah, people that are in it are way into it. It's like uh, a big thing. I never quite got on that level. Because again, my mom my mom found it and that was the end of that. Yep. Um Okay, we got a Wilton recipe three piece cookie pan set. Nice. Doing some bacon. They sell everything. Um, Adventure Time, The Secret of the Nameless Kingdom for Nintendo. Yeah. You haven't played that one. No, I haven't. I've played the, the first one. The dude was... Uh, the first one is Hey Ice King, Why'd You Steal Our Garbage? Oh, yeah. And actually, Janelle just got me the second one, which is... Uh, so is this, like, now. new? I think that's the third one. The, no, there's actually a fourth one now. Oh. This is the third one, I oh. believe. So this one came out, like... I don't know, last year or something like that. Explore oh, so the dungeon because I don't that's know. That's the one that Janelle just got me. And then there's a new one that's Finn and Jake Investigations. Okay. That's the newest one. This one? The Finn and Jake yeah. Investigations? Yeah, that's the newest one. Huh. So this is the... This They're still all one. pretty cheap. 
Yeah, well, I mean, they all started in 1999, so now they've gone down. So, anyway. Explore the dungeon, because I don't know. Yeah. I haven't haven't even started that one yet. Oh, this one is a collector's edition. It comes with a BMO. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you see the the Mega Man 3DS game that has, like, the gold Mega Man Amiibo? Yeah. I want that. I'm surprised you didn't order that. Can only buy so many that has games. all the mega. That's like the legacy collection. Well, here's the thing, though. Don't you have all I those have the games? GameCube collection of it, which is, I mean, they added like more museum items. Like Cause that's on. I almost wanted to get it for PS4, and then like I can't. I just ordered the. I used my like the little money that I had for fun stuff last paycheck. Um, I because I had to get the um Fallout. DLC oh, yeah, before, before it went up, up because they're adding a bunch more stuff and they were in a new plan. So after March 1st, it's going to be like $50. Right. Because it's like $60 <clears throat> worth of content, but you can still. So it was originally going to be $40 worth of content and you paid $30 for the annual pass, but now it's going to be $60, but you can still up as of until. Like today is the last day where you can pay the $30 and still get all the stuff. So, like, I had to do it. You got to get on that. But I was like, there goes, because, like, every, I mean, most of my money I spend on, like, bills and food. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you guys for spending your money on Amazon and helping out the show. Is there another thing? I think that was the last one. That's it. Yeah. All right. We appreciate it very much. You guys are awesome. Yep. Be sure to check out our Facebook group. It's always popping. Yeah. Lots of cool stuff. Video, talking about video games, talking about new things, movies. Sad news. George Kennedy. Yeah. Died. I like that people knew to reach Everybody out to me because... Everybody was concerned. I know. Because like when you're talking about Naked Gun, Naked you were Gun. already... I mean, Leslie Nielsen's gone, of yeah, course. of course. But then, like... But even before Leslie Nielsen died, it was kind of like OJ... The whole OJ, OJ thing kind of put a damper on yeah. all that. And as Josh was very Josh, upset. Yes. He said that was the worst. Because I said that was the worst part of it. But, uh, but now George Kennedy's gone. I mean... Now it's really... Priscilla Solar. Presley is all that's left. Yeah. She could do her, like, spin-off ones. What if it's, like, Priscilla Presley and, like, when OJ gets out of, if he ever does, make it out of prison? <laughs> I see. I think I would have a really hard time watching that for <laughs> and then many it's like, reasons. And then it's, like, the son of Frank. <laughs> Sick the, gun. The son, son of a, a gun. Son of a naked gun. <laughs> wow. It could it could happen, but I don't think it would be a good idea. But yeah, we talk about those kind of things. I was excited about um they got the guy that wrote and directed Star Trek two, four, and six is gonna be working on the new Star Trek yeah. show. Like holy crap. That's a pretty good Like they really there. like he made the best Star Trek movies. Yeah. Like, like seriously. And like he's working on that new show. Brian Fuller's the showrunner. They're working directly with like I mean, this is the Paramount, Roddenberry, yeah. everybody. Is on board. I mean, this is a real thing. It's been thing. a long time. This is the longest gap between Star Trek shows, yeah. like, and I was since the original. I wasn't really a fan of like most of the other Star Trek shows. I, I never, I never watched any beyond. I mean, maybe an episode or two here. The only episode of Deep Space Nine that I really watched, but I actually really enjoyed it, was there's one where like they go back to the original series because like the Tribbles episode yeah. and it's them in and it's amazing that's cool like, like it's back really to the yeah, type yeah, thing. dude that's it's cool. crazy but like other than that because like Curtis was like a huge fan of everything so he was watching them all again so he made me watch that episode because I was like 
everything after Next Generation sucked. Like, and he's like, no, no, there's some good stuff. And, like, and now I kind of want to, but, like, I could, I remember trying to watch, like, what was the last one? Enterprise. Um, Enterprise. Scott Bakula. Like, yeah. Well, um, in my quest to watch through all the Star Trek stuff, I might get there eventually, but it's taken me this TNG. long. Uh, well, I haven't started, started it yet. Oh, I you, just finished the yeah. original series movies, so I, I haven't made it that far. But I watched all the original series show. So now that you watch Star Trek Six, you can start watching Next Generation. That's, yeah, that's the plan. Because they had already they had already started Next Generation. They started Next Generation when Five was filming. Yeah, so there was definitely an overlap. But I figured I'd finish. And the they series. didn't start making the Next Generation movies until after the show was over. Right. Right. Which is kind of the pattern they did with the original one too. So. Well, there was a huge gap. Well, there. yeah, because the first one, the first movie was supposed to be a new. Yeah, and that's why it's so freaking boring. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of that was tough to get through, but I'm looking forward to uh, continuing on because a lot of people I know really, really love it. So, and I've only watched a few episodes. Ever. Well, also, Star Trek: First Contact is fantastic. Is that the first one? The first of the... It's number eight. So the first... So you oh, got generations, generations. And then you have First Contact. Um, but then Insurrection is like the worst. And then there's one more. Isn't and there? then there's the last one, which some people are divided on. I thought it was all right. All right. A lot of people don't like it. But for me, it follows the rule of evens. It does seem to be. Um, but... Well, and then I know some people feel like it continues on with the new series, but I still no, like the I, second one. I don't the second JJ one. I mean, yeah, but I love the first JJ one. Well, I do too. But what I'm saying is, I don't feel like the second one was a big like. I still haven't watched it. I think it's really good. I, I, I'm I sure. I think I like it. it. Well, people were hard on it because they, they feel. To well, also, pattern. well, no, because if that if they're following the pattern, then it should be it would be good, and the first one would be bad. No. Yeah. Wait. The rule of evens is that the even ones are good. One, two, four, two. six. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't work. Because so the first one's amazing. But I like them both. So yeah. Some people don't like the second one. I think just some people that didn't like the second one, they um, were mad about the whole thing where like um, Lindelof and JJ kept saying it wasn't Khan, and, and then, then it was. was. Well, they did that with Lost, too. Like. Well, you've heard the new interviews where he keeps saying that like, 10 Cloverfield Lane isn't, like, yeah. and I'm like, but, like, I mean, Brian Lynch had the most, the the best responses, like, then why is it called, like, why, why, if it's true, then why would, then you're a total jerk, which is why it makes me think it's not true, because why even call it that, and especially when it just starts off with Cloverfield, and then and puts then, the rest, yeah. like, what are you doing? That's know. just being a jerk, then, if that's the case. But you should be used to that by but now. But also, I don't believe anything that they say. No, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at. But if it is true, then that is kind obfuscate. of that is kind of a jerk thing. Yeah. But you know what's not a jerk thing is our subreddit. True. Although nobody goes on there. Anyone in there? Anything? I don't even... I don't know. I got a little tired of Reddit because it's just like... It seems like it's the highest amount of just, like, jerks. Is Craig from and the Red still in there, though? We haven't heard from him in a while. Well, he goes on, like, other subreddits okay. and does stuff. Well, if you're out there, Craig, we miss you. <laughs> we do. Yeah. And Although we did, I did get the, the wreath from him this year and a nice good. note from his folks, too. So 
That was pretty cool. Um, so we gave a Kickstarter update. We're working yeah. on the Brenneman All Star stuff. Just got the digital distribution we're stuff start today. Working on the Brack stuff also. Yeah. We still have to record one more podcast. Plus our live thing. That, uh, what live thing? Our live performance. Oh yeah. You forgot about that, didn't no. you? No. No, I know. We got. We still have a few. But we more also have things. to do a show. That's up to your mom. Yeah. Well, we need to. I mean, I need to work with her on that too. It is with my mom, so. Steve says, come back home. I think yeah. he's saying that to Craig. to Craig. Come back home, Craig. Adam Wills is coming out here to visit, and he hasn't said anything to either of us. I know. But I have, like, he wrote me in he November. He cares about Derek. But he wrote to me in November when he found, like, a PS3 deal or something like that. So I haven't heard a word. He's out there. I don't think he likes me anymore. It's because we stopped saying theadamwells.com. Hey, it's on our website. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the original deal, but I'm pretty sure. I feel like we're we supposed we, to say we fulfilled it. that. No, it was forever. Was it? Well, there we go. I just said it again. <laughs> there you go. But it is on our website. Yeah. In our links page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's kind of fulfilling the deal. Um, but, I mean, part of it also is, like, he hasn't been around. So, like, yeah. I mean, like, you know. Right. But, right hey, in. he's got a life. Because he's actually coming out here. His girlfriend is coming out here for some, like, her work thing. And he's just kind of tagging along so he can go to Disneyland and stuff. But, like, I haven't heard a peep. Yeah. What are we, chop liver? I guess he knows how far away we live. Don't make and, peep while I'm doing business. I'm like, dude, we'd, if he was, if he's willing to drive out here, like, I'll have him on the show. What if What if he had to meet halfway? Expect a knock at the door any minute. Yeah. If we had to meet halfway, we don't have a recorder thing. Oh, I mean, I true. guess we could bring the laptop. Yeah. We got your new laptop. It's true. We do have that. Yeah. I guess we could do that. I'd meet him halfway just to hang, to meet, yeah. hang out. Well, we'll see. But I don't think he cares. He's wants. He's gonna hang out with Derek and Josh. Those are uh, the only people I've seen. Anderson. Yeah. Huh. Well, Josh reached out to him. We'll see. But I'm here. not. You should reach out to. You haven't like emailed him. No, I don't want to be sound oh, desperate. What is this? This is like this is like my my grandparents. Like, oh, you never visit. You never call me. He had reached out to Derek and not me. Well, you should reach out to him. All right. Reach Maybe. past. I don't know. I'm a little hurt. No, don't be hurt. Don't be hurt. Don't be that. Just reach out. If he doesn't respond to you, then you can be then you can be offended. I'll, I'll give you that. You, you know what? You going to do it? I'm going to tweet him right now. Do it. Well, meanwhile, while you're talking about that, you can join the Clicker Heroes clan, which I understand is quite happening. You guys still have nine, nine folks in there going right now? Is that right? It's almost full. Still have space. I still don't know if like it'll fill up. Like I don't know. I don't, uh-huh. I don't, I'm not confirmed on that. But I maybe. Well, as far as you know, there's still now space. Twitter's not loading. Brendo Man, capital M. <laughs> it's Radio Brendo Man. Oh, Radio Brendo Man. See, this is the part you always do. So I'm messing it up. So you can go on that, and also, what's the other thing? He went away. Oh, there you go. Oh, well. You can check out, we already talked about Mandarin Orange Show. And Janelle's blog, My Vacation Pants. She's working on a new one right now about Walt Disney World, which I think will be really good. And finally, in our current events, we have WonderCon coming up March 25th through the 27th. We will be doing a panel uh, with special guest moderator Andrew Lindy. Because Josh is going to... I still haven't heard any specifics from Josh, Josh on this cat, cat band. band. Yeah, we need to hear... I, I want to know, reviews. like, what the frick is We need some pictures posted in the, um, in the Radio Brennan Man group, for sure, because cat band. So, 
All right. All right, I just tweeted Adam. It's official. You did it on I the said, show. What's this I hear about you coming out here? Oh, that's good. That's good. That's passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited um, about but WonderCon the Saturday of WonderCon Saturday, yeah, and Andrew Lindy um, yep, they're, they're, if you listen to Popsicles there's some continued drama regarding oh. the panel selection oh no alright All right. now Derek's upset Oh gosh! But we all we knew that was coming. This is, this is yes. This is, it's a part for the course of this. It's just an ongoing thing. Whatever. Um, come on, Derek doesn't even care about web comics. No. So I'm like, why would? Why would? Would he? And if he can answer this, would he have the patience to listen to someone present an idea that's terrible and say that sounds great, good job, and encourage them without making fun of them? Well, also I know, and he even said he'd do things to spice it up. Yeah. He, don't That's want that, that. Yeah, this is no spikes. Well, he also, he said this is all, because he's like, I could probably sway Brendo, but he couldn't sway you. And he has made, he's basically painted you as the Palpatine of the whole <laughs> Benview, like, circle. And I am Vader. And Benson is Boba Fett, because he kind of does his oh, own thing, but he's, he's loyal. Like but he is loyal. Because he even said, because Derek was trying to get him to sway, and he's like, Look, I knew Phil before I knew any of you guys. So you have to you do Benson didn't yeah. stay true to you. And he said he said he said Lindy is like that that um droid that's like that's like checking in the other droids like we'll bend you to our like that's Lindy. <laughs> like in the under Java's palette. So he's like, I gotta try and Get somebody. So who is he? So who does he see himself as? I'm like, are you are you Luke? Because because uh, he's like, he, I can try and convince Vader. Like so, he's oh, of course Luke Skywalker. And but I'm like, but he. So now he thinks that Josh is his only way to like sway. Help me, Josh. You're my to, only like, hope to like break into the. In that like, case, he's the Princess Leia to sway the. Um, to to overthrow the emperor because you are the emperor. No, oh, I'm full afraid scenario. our panel will be going on as it's fully operational. As so, yeah, that was kind of that was definitely presented on this week's popsicles. I'm afraid our panel will be fully operational when you and your friends arrive. <laughs> yeah. So okay, I got some stuff. I already talked about the topiary and the yard work and stuff, so I'll skip past that. But um. I was inspired by Joy Electric this week. Mm -hmm. They have a song called The Cobbler. This is not a reference to the Adam Sandler movie. I talk about the Adam Sandler movie. I talked about that already. That was covered. But I've been walking around singing the Cobbler song. And you remember um, at Long Beach, I think I was showing you, my the situation with my shoe. Yeah. Remember? Uh, you so have a big hole. Big old <laughs> hole in the toe of my shoe. Um, and I was talking to Matt Benson because he's the one that's famous for wearing his shoes down to like nothing. Yeah. And it was, this is like a hole of Benson proportions. And to the point where one day I went to go pick up one of the kids and I threw my shoes on but forgot to, I didn't put my socks back on because I was like running late. And so I get to pick them up and I look down and realize like my big toes poking out like hobo style from the hole in my shoe. I have to like tuck my toe in so I don't look like, like a hobo walking up to pick mm -hmm. up my kids. So I'm walking around. This Joy Electric has a song called The Cobbler. And I'm singing it to myself and I realize I have a big hole in my shoe, and I would like you to look at my shoe now. Look over here. Whoa, did you fix your shoe? I sewed my shoe. I fixed it. I cobbled. Is I'm that... a cobbler. <laughs> 
I fixed my shoe. Look at that. And so you actually used the needle and I thread. I used the needle and thread, and I went and I went. Now, at first, I got like a big fat needle, but I couldn't get it through the leather part. Well, it's not leather, but whatever. You know, the canvas? Yeah. Something. Suede? I, I don't know. I don't some know. Whatever the shoe material is. So then I had to like get a real tiny needle and go through it. But I, it took me like half an hour, but I sewed and fixed my shoe. It's got like a brand new lease on life. Look at that. It's pretty amazing. I mean, if you look closely, you can see the stitching is a different color there, but <laughs> my shoe is fixed. I cobbled. So is that your new business? That's, yeah. So anybody that needs, like, but it's got to be very specifically torn because it's it separated on a seam. So you were just able to... So I was able to reconnect the seam. Anything beyond so what that? What if you're able to, like, patch shoe patching? I don't know. Maybe. This could be a, it. Mail me your old shoes and money. Don't do that. <laughs> do you want people's old snow Well, shoes? here's the thing, though. It costs 100 bucks for me to do it. Wait, what? 100 bucks. I mean, say if someone wants to oh. send me their shoes with a $100 bill... I'll I think them. cobblers are cheaper than that. Yeah, this is mail-order cobbling. It's <laughs> mail a lot more expensive. Cobbling. If you want mail-order cobbling, you got to pay Okay. You, you just do it right from your house. Mail order cobbler. Yeah. Phil, mail yeah. order cobbler. Yeah. We need to make a website. Phil, mailordercobbling.com. <laughs> mailordercobbler.com. Is that available? But then people might think you're selling cobbler. Well, that's a great part. You can send me your shoes. I'll send you a pie. <laughs> I think it's a good business plan. <laughs> mailordercobbler.com. Someone should snatch that up. I'm pretty sure that's maybe taken what someone might there's no way that someone owns mailordercobbler.com doesn't even make sense <laughs> mailordercobbler.com <laughs> it's a website it's not available uh, yeah but that's like what all I think I'm having DNS issues oh that might be mailordercobbler no my shoe hospital shoe repair they, and they do. Oh wait, it says they do by mail. Online cobblers. Wow. But mail order cobbler. Mail order cobbler is not, is not a thing. And I bet you none of them are sending pies back. With the shoes or instead of the shoes? Well, if I can't fix it, I'll send you a pie. That's your slogan. <laughs> and yeah. cobbler is not pie. You got to send cobbler. Mail order cobbler. I'll fix your shoe, and if I can, I'll send you a pie. But that's not even. You're not. That's not a cobbler. I know. But it's like, they like a pie. Cobbler's like a pie. What is wrong with my internet? I don't know. So what's the biggest dilemma? All right. This is, I've been waiting for this. This is big. <laughs> and I talked with Janelle about this because I'm like, I told her this whole story. And I'm like, do you think we should talk about this on our show or should I bring it to Radio Brennan? And she's like, I'm not talking about that on my show. <laughs> talk to Brennan about it if you want to. So Yeah. How do you decide? And is Because there is some overlap. There's a little bit. And sometimes I'll just mention it quickly on both things. But there's also a lot of like. But there's a lot of stuff that Janelle just does you, not have. Right. Like, like she's. <laughs> Like okay. every video game and movie thing, she's like, I'm all right, I'm already yeah, bored. I'm yeah, those are very short segments. Although this last one we did is our longest episode. We hit an hour. Whoa. Yeah. You guys are creeping up there. Yeah. But <laughs> it's because Jan- Janelle does a teaching talk rant, and it's intense. All right, so let's get to this. This is the biggest dilemma I've ever faced. and The biggest you've ever faced? It kind of fits in the – we haven't done this in a long time, but one of our segments, for those of them listen for years – is um, selective OCD in you. Mm-hmm. It's a section where we talk about Phil's OCD tendencies. Mm-hmm. And I definitely have we them. Haven't done in a long we haven't time. done it in a long time. But a lot of times it's mentioned just in the you know, general yeah. storytelling. Yeah. But this, there are certain things that I'm very OCD about. I like to have a certain way. I'm very particular about. And this situation that happened this week has been driving me crazy. And I honestly don't know what to do. <laughs> so... 
I have to set up the story a little bit. I've okay. been playing through Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask, which is the fifth one in the series, okay? Yeah. And I finished it this week. <clears throat> I've already done all the online puzzles. I finished 100% of the game. Um, I found every hint coin. Like, I, you know, I do every single thing you can do. I solved all the little mini games because that's how I am. I have to finish 100%. The final thing in the game, and all of them have done this, when you when you've beaten everything, there's a spot. It's called the hidden door, and there's you know like a, in the like sub menu, you get the code from the following from the next game. It you know when you beat that one, it gives you a code to put in the previous game, and then you unlock like new stuff in the game. Uh-huh. And then as the series has gone on, it also has one where there's a code in the previous game, and you can put it in the next game. Okay. And then it unlocks. Usually, it's like a couple extra puzzles or some artwork or both. You know, something like that. Okay. Just a little extra bonus thing for having multiple games. So that's the final thing. I've beaten everything. I've and I've done this. this is the fifth game, so I'm used to this. Is you know, okay, I'm going to go and do the hidden door, and I pull out my copy of the previous game, and it is. Uh, it was on DS. This fifth game is the first one on the 3DS. Yeah. And so I pull it out. I put it in my regular DS, and I got this one on my 3DS. I load up the code and put it in. It doesn't work. And I do it again, and it doesn't work. And I can't figure out why isn't it working. So I go online to look and see what's going on. Well, it turns out it's not like a code that you can just get. It's generated in the game, and it's unique. You know, it generates a code unique to or it's tied to your DS. Mm-hmm. So in order to get that one into the other one, I have to have them in the same DS. Yeah. Here is the problem. Oh, my God. I don't put original DS games into my 3DS. You are I never have crazy. since the day I got it. Well, you're going to have to. Because it keeps it keeps a log of all the stuff, and I don't want to have DS games in my 3DS log. You're going to have to bite the bullet Here's on Here's the thing. So what do I do? Do I not quite 100% finish the game, or do I break my five-year-long rule of not you putting You break DS your five-year-long rule because it's stupid. But, but... But it's just to finish a little game. Then don't do it. And but you're gonna, I know you're going to be crazy about a, that. I have, this has been. I finished it like last Tuesday. Your DS rule is stupid, I so you should definitely break that I can't, I can't because that does not make any sense. It already bugged me that they did the first trilogy. Well, because DS, a they know DS. that most. Oh, it's it's crazy that they moved platforms well, no, to the more the popular first platform. On the regular DS. Then they did the first one on the second trilogy on DS. And yeah, then but then the 3DS. 3DS, like that's just how the market shifted. I just wish they did them. Why well, they're not going to make games for a system that nobody's buying the games for. But that doesn't solve my problem. I can't Because I'm, there's only one crazy person like you that doesn't consider the fact that their 3DS plays DS games a good thing. No. You're the only crazy person, so you are the you are completely insane. I, I and that is it. nuts. I realize and you need to do it. When I realized what was going on, when I read that online, I sat there and just stared because I had the two DSs sitting there which is side by side stupid. and I just stared like just dumbfounded. I had no idea Josh, what to do. I know for a fact that Josh is screaming right now. He probably is. But I'm telling you, I am so torn between... You're rule. torn that you when, have... When did the DS come out? It was in 2006? No. 2005. 2005. So, Definitely. Okay. When, and then 3DS was... Okay, I guess it doesn't matter that. 3DS came out in 2010? 2011. Mm. It was 2011. I don't know, but... Like, from a business standpoint, they're not going to keep making games for a system. So it's five. It's been five years. Yeah, since it came out. Well, but 
five years I've not put a DS card. But that's your it. dumb choice well, that makes no that sense. Now. Yes, you can. No, just do it. Can't. I've gone five years. But that's stupid. It's deeply embedded in my brain now. Your insane brain. I'm just telling him insane in the membrane. Well, then enjoy your not complete game. That's the thing, though. Is that draws drives me just you as crazy. You have to decide which is more important. I don't know what to do. Well, I am telling you right now, just put the DS game. No, but see, that I, when I think of doing that, it pains me. Why? Because I've just, I just it will totally mess up my system. What? But at the same time, that it was, system is crazy. At the same Why time, does it, it was, matter that you put DS games in your 3DS? It in a little like you. So block, what? And I don't want to like mess it up. Who all, cares all it about the usage because log? Because if I do one, I have to oh go through. Oh my god! If Who I do one, cares about the usage log? If I do one, I'll have to go through every single other regular DS game I own and put that in there to enter it in the log as well. Nah, I don't want to do that. That's no, you don't have to do any of that. I do in order to keep my system in place. I would have <laughs> to go to that. This is the craziest place. thing I've ever heard. No wonder you didn't talk about this on the Mandarian Orange Show. Yeah. Janelle would punch I you did. in the I face. I told her what she, I told her about it. She's like, I'm not talking with you about that on the show. You can. That's that crazy. You're crazy. I, I, well, we got I some last that, minute Mario mails. Okay. Should we do them now? Well, sure, but right now, just to paint the picture, up on my shelf, I've got the game sitting up there, Well, and it's beaming down at me saying, finish If me. you're not going to do it, then you need to get that out of your head, but it's completely insane that you won't do I it. I can't, because I walk by and think, oh my gosh, i got to finish it. Just do and it. I look at my DS and go, ah, I can't do it. Just do it. Can't do it. You'll be fine. It's so bad. You're going to... See, this is the kind of thing... <laughs> I, I can't Can you imagine Phil now? going to therapy for this? No, because I think the therapist would just scream at me if I brought... Because I literally have, like, lost sleep over this. <laughs> I have laid in bed, like, I can't sleep. I'll just play, oh like, Pokemon gosh. Shuffle, trying to, like, that forget about it. That is completely insane. It's been, like, since last and Tuesday. stupid. I can't. That is stupid. I, it, this just is, put the DS game in your 3DS. This, this, this OCD but, with this... But that OCD clashing. makes no sense. Because why does it why does it matter that you have a DS game in your 3DS? Well, here's the thing. I looked up, and it doesn't even... On this one, for this particular one, it doesn't unlock even any additional puzzles. It's just like some little scenarios, and you click through, and you and have to like, answer it. trivia. But I, I've got to finish it, though. I oh want to finish it. Then put the DS game... I can't. Why? It's just... It's racing. It's like a dog chasing its that tail in my brain make right now. doesn't any sense. It just goes around but and around. But that doesn't make sense, and you're just going to have to do it. You'll feel better. I can't. You'll no, because then I will never stop thinking about... What if I hadn't ruined my play log? But you didn't ru- what play? Who cares about the play I log? I check that on a weekly basis. So I check all my stats. So then you'll have your DS things in no, your play log. No, then I only have one. Just so one what? random DS yeah. one. Yeah. No, that's, not that's, of, that's nothing. That's like having a tray full of green M&Ms and dropping a red one in there. Then don't do it and Just, feel crazy. I do. I'm You're telling you. Nuts. Like a dog chasing its <laughs> tail stupid. in my brain that's every stupid. day. stupid. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That is the biggest dilemma I've ever faced. And I do not know what to do. So that right now I'm just, just completely waiting. Completely insane. Yep. All right. Well, Mario says, Deadpool had a descriptive rap song going on while hunting down Francis. Hollywood beat you to it also. Well, Hollywood's been doing it for years. Yeah, we're not we're not claiming that we came up we with the idea. We get in on the action. Of, yeah. The thing that there's a, there's another thing in, um, in love, they him and his friends – they hang out and they make um they make end credit songs for movies that don't have them. Okay. So like they're the first one they like the perfect storm and they come up with like lyrics and verses. <laughs> I forgot how that one goes, but like the Carlitos way, I know like the the chorus is like the Carlitos <laughs> way. 
and it's almost like they're tests for people. It's like our like table, right? Because like they're like because it's like you can't bring a date here. Like I've had women break up with me by going to this thing, <laughs> right. but like because like because uh, the Gillian Jacobs character like she's gonna because he tells her about it and she's like I don't want to do that that's stupid and it's kind of is it's like a test yeah, it's like yeah. it's the silly thing that you and your friend because for those of we talked about a lot but we had our table in the cafeteria and it was kind of a no holds barred just like gross out jokes throwing food loud. just being loud just a bunch of very loud people we did the Billy Madison like meat thing where the we meat threw race it on the, yeah. Watched it run down, all that stuff, and and like the only there was like only a couple girls that can consistently like sit there. There and was a few. There was there was a few. Like later on, there was more. But I remember like my freshman year, it was like Kelly and Janelle. Yeah, and like that was basically it. Um, well, Aaron, because there's like yeah. so the Tormes, and then Janelle. And and then and Janelle could shut down the whole Janelle table. Janelle could wanted shut to. down the table with gross talk, yep. um, which was great. But then there was other girls that like would come, and not even just girls, like dudes too, would come sit at our table for like a, maybe a couple meals, and yeah. they'd be gone. And then like, but there were certain girls where like it was it was it was like a test. It's like can they handle the table? And they would come and sit, and then that was then I never see them again. Do you remember the? That this one girl, she was in my backpacking class, and she like came with us oh, to the yeah. table after class. Oh yeah, and we were sitting there. She's real quiet and awkward. I mean, nice girl. But we're sitting there eating, and she starts like gagging, and she and she vomits <laughs> on the side of her tray. Like she's got a big tray. Yeah, vomits on her tray, and we're all like, oh my gosh. And she says nothing and goes right back to eating. Yeah, that was messed up. What in the world? And we're like, what just, we're looking at, what just happened? Did that just happen? And she like just spit up her food. And just keeps eating. And, but it was like a full on, like, yeah. uh, uh, like a vomit. And then just right back to eating. That and was didn't mention, up. like, oh, gross, I just puked on my plate. Guess I'm going to eat still. <laughs> Nothing. There's, that was some interesting people. All right, Mario. I brought one. a couple people to the table that only went there once. It was an interesting test. I think Elizabeth... Couldn't handle the table. Try to think who else. There's some other people. There was like dudes oh, that yeah. couldn't hang at the table. It, it was a it was an experience to be. Because again, we were like also like again like this was there was also that whole like as I said like at Biola there was like there was like the typical just very like conservative people yeah. and so we also because we would talk about like. Stuff that a lot of people would consider like bad, <laughs> right? Like you know, like it's like R rated movies and like you know, especially during the Le- like post Lebowski. Oh my god! Like, well, especially when we had Tall Paul who says the f word a lot, <laughs> which was his nickname. That was Janelle's, Janelle's uh, given nickname because yeah. <laughs> he was quoting it all the yeah. time. And like and so like that already. When we also had to start dumb little like whoop 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 dumb where we'd all yell yeah. and throw stuff up in the air or Matt do like, well Matt's whoop, like whoop. crazy sounds and <sighs> just and I, again like so like you guys know me like I was not on the far end of the spectrum no, of like loudness and obnoxious 
people at the table. I mean, I was up there loud. I mean, that's the infamous, like, I was, it was me and Dave Moss, and, like, we were, like, having some kind of heated argument about something no, stupid. Shut up. <laughs> and then, is uh, uh, that cookies and cream? cream? And then you just ran off. <laughs> Turn on a dime. All it takes is cookies and cream. You shut up. No, no, no. cookies and cream. But yeah, there was a very a lot of big personalities. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> like just the biggest. Yep. Yep. Because we we were the only people that could tolerate each other. Yeah. I think that was a big part of it. We and we. Yeah, there were definitely people that thought we were probably irritating. Well, we were at the sure. back. We were in yeah. the corner. We were away. Yeah. We were in a little space. And we had, we, it was like our table too. Like we had the spot. We always sat at the same table. Yeah, those are the days. Oh, man. And I remember it was always weird when we weren't, like, because sometimes other people that I wanted to, like, if I yeah. wanted to talk to, and they, like, because I remember there would be, <laughs> well, I remember as a result of Phil's ways, sometimes certain people would not be sitting at the table because they would have their feelings hurt. What? <laughs> so then I'd have to go sit with some of them at wherever they were sitting My if I wanted ways. to. Some of your cast-offs, your leavings, I don't know how to put it. <laughs> like, uh, there were some tensions caused by Phil's Phil's Romantic not, not, not womanizing, because you were always a one woman. Yeah. But there was times you... Sometimes it was more rapid succession. You're not a player, you just crush a lot. <laughs> Something and like that. And you crushed a lot. Something like that? Maybe. So sometimes there would be certain people that were a little upset about certain things, and they wouldn't want to be sitting at the table. Yeah, yeah. And so I'd have to go and visit them at other tables. Usually outside, because... <laughs> Get as far away as possible. Far away possible. It was a rough table. So, all right. Mario, write other stuff? Um, my idea for 11-22-63 is still better. Even if I arrive five years too early, burn down the book depository, because that's his idea, yeah, yeah. and torch the pickup truck under the train overpass, damaging several areas, making undesirable transit location. Yeah, but then... Would it, wouldn't he just shoot him, like, later somewhere or, like, another else. time or go somewhere else? I don't know. I think you have to kill Oswald. I mean, in order to fully stop it, because if, if, if they can't go through those places, I mean, unless you did those things right beforehand. Yeah, but then what if, then, like, he just finds out, like, oh, he's going to be in, like, Houston tomorrow. I'm just going to go there. Either you have to kill Oswald or you have to warn Kennedy in some way. Yeah, but then how do you do that in a situation where he's going to believe you? Well, you don't do it in person. You but even anonymous. like an anonymous, you know how many anonymous, like that's the thing, like you know how many anonymous things they get? Yeah, but if you if they get a specific death threat, like... Yeah, but... I think they would avoid it. Yeah, but then like again, like later on, once the heat is off... I feel well, like that's... I guess you're right. Like even if it if He it was going to do it like in... All right. Um, I didn't know I was making a documentary. Says right. Oh yeah, the writer of Idiocracy. Oh has been, yeah, they've been interviewed. He said that. Well, we knew that when we watched it. Like, 
the first time I saw in the theater, I'm like, this is this is where we're and heading. And now, like with the Trump stuff, where this this latest thing with Trump, <laughs> where he like will not denounce the KKK because the guy keep like the interview, the audio is nuts because he's like. I'm talking because he's like, I don't know very much about the group you're talking about. And they're just like, what? The K, you and, never heard of the and, and he's like, I am referring to the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> and it's just like, holy, like, what is happening? Right? What is happening? What is happening? It is It is an interesting, interesting It's completely thing. insane. There, um, you know our friend James that uh, we had come on the show? Yeah. He does a political garbage shoot. He posted today. You, you know, he does like the spoof news stuff. It is one he posted today. It was a quote from Trump, and he said, um, "I haven't heard of this Hitler guy. I'm going to have to do some research yeah. about the Holocaust." Like <laughs> that's because that's basically what he said. Like it's like it's like what? Like and then but then another way you put it, like Hitler, like not Hitler. Um, <laughs> Trump has no problem like making fun of Mexicans, every all these other people, like and, and like women, women who don't like him, journalists. But when it comes to the KKK, he's got to do some research yeah. before he says something. Like think about that. Think about that. Yeah. Like what the f? Like it's freaking nuts. And like. Tomorrow is and and he's he's like winning the primaries like which I I was convinced he wasn't going to win a single primary and I'm eating my words so I'm like this are we done with this like what President and this is where and this is where like because somebody like it's like more reliable like opinion people are starting to think like is this a false flag pres like thing just to prop up whatever like that's where because again he's he's winning (laughs) but you know but then then it's like there's no way he's gonna win a general election like there just isn't like i have enough faith in humanity but then i like also (laughs) but if you look at the voter turnout like the only people that are voting in these primaries are the extreme like the like everybody else is just not showing up well that could be enough but in the general elect, I don't know. I don't know. I'm star- I am. I'm freaking out. <laughs> Everybody should be freaking out. It's interesting. Well, I, it, that's because tomorrow we'll see what happens tomorrow. Because tomorrow's like Super Tuesday. Is a lot of the the whole super delegates thing is weird. It's, all that stuff. All of the electoral process is bizarre. Because then there was the one where Bernie won the vote, but because, but then, like, Hillary got more delegates because of super delegates, where it doesn't even matter where the vote goes, they still vote, like, what? Yeah, the whole thing definitely And then electoral college. Yeah. And... I mean, you under, I understand why people go, why should I vote? It doesn't matter, because it does feel that way, like, I'm not encouraging people not to. But it is, it is weird. It is. Cause yeah, like that one where Bernie won, but then like Hillary still had like a hundred more delegates. I was like, what? Yeah, because she has more money. I mean, you wonder like what's what's really going <laughs> what's on. Going here? On? Well, then again, is Trump is when he says, I'm like, this like it's becoming less of like, is this just like so that when he when it is him versus Hillary, like the I like that's like. So like that's and then I'm like if I'm Hillary if I'm that whole cabal I'm like of course they're gonna put this total freaking goofball so are they like pushing it from the exactly other side? and that's what like more and more like that's becoming more of like a, like a less conspiracy and more like what is happening it's weird it's it's a very it feels like the California recall when Schwarzenegger got like oh. it feels like that over all but over like on a, just, but then like it's like a circus like it's just weird. 
Eugene Merman was like, oh, it's no big deal because, like, I mean, we're just talking about, like, this Trump's, like, if Trump wins, like, like Trump's got the, Trump's going to start, like, World War Three, Like, <laughs> I mean, he's already basically said he's going to kick Muslims out of the country and deport all the Mexicans. Isn't it interesting that, let's say, in, like, this future that that's what happens, in the far distant future, people are going to look back, well, what kicked off World War One? Well, the assassination of Archduke, Archduke Ferdinand. What yeah. kicked off World War Three? The host of the Celebrity Apprentice, you know, got everyone ticked off. Like, that's just a weird, like, future to think of. It is weird. I mean, I realize Ronald Reagan was an actor. So it's not like there's... Yeah, but he had, but, like, a political career building up to that. Right, and, like... I mean, there was a transition... It's that's such a it would be. But so this is weird, like man. going straight from TV shows and failed businesses to the president of the United States. Yeah, <laughs> and he's already like just. I mean, for me, the one hopeful thing is that most of his policies are unconstitutional, and some are just straight up illegal. Yeah, I mean, but like, and then like some, but the things that he's, it is like, I mean, like he wants to like make harsher libel laws and silence free speech and like har- like silences detract I mean it's it's straight up fascism I mean he he's okay the other crazy thing that happened today so first somebody tricked him into retweeting a Mussolini quote right, right. and then he said he was glad that he was compared to Mussolini yeah well, and he said something like it doesn't matter if someone was good or bad if it's a good quote like <laughs> oh my god yeah Oh my god! And then someone's like, "I don't think he knows how that ended." <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, he. I mean, not knowing your history is not a great sign for a president. I was again interacting with James today, and I was like, "What's that phrase about repeating history?" And well, blah, just blah, blah. like I mean, like because he's gonna go, but what he wants to do is beyond like what we did with internment camps. Yeah, like, <laughs> and that's like to me, like. Right now, that's probably the worst thing that we as a country have ever done to, like, our own citizens. Uh, to our own citizens. Oh, okay. Well, because you're not counting, like, Native American atrocities. Well, yeah, that's all bad. Because well, like, they weren't citizens. But still, but. like, in the, okay, in the, in the last... Right. No, you're right. That's I'm just, horrible. I'm just saying, there's been plenty of horrible things. But it's things still pretty done. horrible, and that was only, like, less than 100 years yeah. ago. Oh, and not to mention slavery, too. Well, slavery. Yeah. But again... Not but not, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. No, they're all bad. You're right. That's horrible. But it's pretty horrible. But you're right. Of modern it's times. super messed up. Of modern times. Super messed up. And the fact that, like, like what he's proposing is, like, way worse. Yeah. And then, like, and then again, this whole thing, like, I mean, I, again, they're, like, but, like, I mean, like, yes, it starts with, because, again, like, these Trump supporters are, like, well, that's, I mean, they're fine with it because it's not them, but I'm, like, like, well, what happens when it is you? Like, because, I mean, this is how it, it starts with these people and then this group and then that yeah. group. And then eventually, like, it is going to be you. But, like, right now you don't care because it's not you. It's not you. And, like, I don't know. Let's let's get, let's, okay. Dude, this is leave year day. What this is happening? Leave day. This We're is talking about politics, We're talking about politics. depression, and, like. Holy cow, dude. This is leap, <laughs> this is a quarter quell. This is leap year, real talk. Leap talk, real leap talk. talk. I'm telling you. Wow, what's that? Okay. I don't know. Um, radio, okay, this is another Mario. Um, A&E had a show about OJ's recorded disposition, deposition in the civil case. 
where he said that he beat Nicole several times and there are beatings that he gave Nicole that caused bruising, but I don't know if my beating her caused those bruising in the photos there. That's a direct quote. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. I mean, those 911 calls are absolutely horrific. And then the... <laughs> it's it's insane. I mean, it's... I'm. I mean, I, I mean, I'm glad that he's now in jail and he lost that civil case. But like, I don't think the Goldmans got like a dime out of him because then they had to do the they they took control of the and that's how they were able to take control of the book thing because they hadn't gotten any money from him that way. Right. And and then the book called If I Did. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Speaking of that, I mean, later we'll talk about moving on to that. But uh, my stuff. So that's your. Your freaking dilemma about your freaking... I want to... Are we going to hear the continued saga? Are you just going to agonize over this forever? I probably am. I don't... Just put the freaking DS cartridge. I I think I might not finish the game, but then it'll always haunt me that it's not finished. (laughs) I don't know what to do. such a dork. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I want to hear everybody... Everybody chime in and tell Phil how crazy he is. The only thing I can think of... But I I think it would work is I could do it on, like, one of the kids' systems so that it would log in into theirs. Because they, they play regular DS games on theirs all the time. I don't like... It's not like I institute this rule for everyone else. Janelle oh, oh and the kids can play DS games on theirs. That's fine. I so you're going to put the DS game and then the 3DS I, game? Yeah. In, I, I think that might be my solution. <laughs> but it's still not ideal. Why? That should be on my system. Because the system logs how long I spent playing the game, so I'm missing some of that playtime. That would be like two seconds. No, because i got to go through like the extra You put the code in, and then you put the cartridge back in your... Oh, that's probably true. You just do it to put the code in, and then you put it back in your... I guess that's what I'll have to do. Which is completely stupid, because you're stupid. But that's what I'm going to have to do. What if something happens to your regular DS, and then you have all these DS games? Well, Janelle has a DS Lite. I can and then you're going to play. She's going to borrow your hers all yeah. the time. The fact that you don't want to play, like, that makes, like, me, I'm like, yes, I only have to have a one thing now. No, but I have great. Two. I have one to play the but DS like, games. That's why I don't want two things. I want one thing. That's the whole point. That's so freaking insane. Although I do play Game Boy Advance games, I let one stay in the Game Boy, or the DS, because it's got the Game Boy So Advance you'll do one. that. But it also, those don't log like times. But the whole log thing, that's so fucking, <laughs> ah! It doesn't make any sense. Alright. Alright. You look like you're unhappy about something here. I hate Ticketmaster. Yeah? And I hate ticket scalpers, and I officially apologize for ever scalping tickets. <laughs> I feel like this is retribution. Yeah. I only did it twice. Time. Okay. I did it twice ever. And then I felt bad, so then, okay, here's my history with ticket scalping. Okay. Is the Spice Girls reunion tickets, but I was at a very low point in my life, and they were already expensive tickets, and I only sold them for twice the face value. (laughs) And that's, well, that's what the guy offered me. Like, I said, make an offer, and that was the first words out of his mouth, so I said, deal. It wasn't like I, and this was pre-StubHub. Right. And then the other ones were the Buffy ones, and the only way I was able to go was I bought an extra ticket with my credit card, and then I was able to pay, like, that's how I paid for it, right. was then I sold them. And I only sold those for, like, $50 over. Okay. So I could pay for my ticket. Still sounds like you got a mark up there. Yeah. And then I and felt bad. Back to no. You. So then, 
I had an extra ticket to um to uh crap. It was Jenny Lewis and uh somebody. Okay. And I specifically went on because I'm like I, I, I'm, I'm making up for because that's when I realized like the evils. Because after that, I just felt bad. I felt really guilty. Okay. And then um so then I. So then when I did have these extra Jenny Lewis tickets, I had an extra ticket. Um so I so then I um so then I uh, sold so then I specifically sold it for face value on Craigslist and the guy was just like overjoyed. He's like everybody is just taking advantage and horrible. He's like thank you so much and I felt really good. So then I had Tegan and Sarah tickets and I actually sold them because it was the day of. I ended up selling them for below face value. But and see, I really made, but that wasn't somebody. out of the goodness. But they of were your sold heart. out, so like I could have, if I had really, I because I didn't want to do StubHub, and I could have, and I didn't. All right, all right. And I, and the and the the Jenny Lewis ones, it was like way ahead of time, and they were sold out, and I could have. This guy wanted to give me more money, and I said no. I don't know. I'm not sure that restores balance to the universe. Just well, yet. these guys <laughs> are straight up evil okay. because. Well, now with the StubHub thing, and now that we, I know that they, because they don't have limits on sales, pe- they just buy huge blocks of tickets, right? Just giant blocks, like the instant, and they sell out instantly, and then the next minute they are up. So these aren't even real people, right? These are evil freaking people. And again, I'm, I, and like, I, we need to talk to Kenny about this when Kenny is on the show because I think he's got some more insight. Ticketmaster and that's all. They're all complicit. Yeah. There is definite collusion yeah. happening. Also, how is this legal? Because isn't it illegal to do it like at the venue? Yeah, I think so. Like, so why? Because it's online. Like, it's legal. Like, this no is one knows how to handle it. So freaking stupid and like. So, anyways, how much are the tickets now? Right now, um, actually. Well, what was what was it, what was the initial okay. price? $20 balcony seats. $20 balcony seat. The last time I checked, $475 for a $20 seat. For that is completely insane. And 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 straight up just evil. I would think people like the WWF or, or WWE or whoever would want to fight it cuz they're not getting that money. Well, they already got their $20. Yeah, but they could be getting $400. No, they couldn't because they're that's freaking evil. But people are paying it. And that's the problem. And I these people that are cuz I've seen on rest some guys like, "Well, I had to pay." I'm like, "You didn't have to do crap." And now because you did that, these people feel validated and you're creating a market where it's not there, so you need to stop. But I get it. Like, I want to, like, Shinsuke Nakamura is my favorite wrestler in the whole world right now. And this is his first match in NXT. And before this was announced, they, you could, I, I almost bought one for like $35. Yeah. And then the second they, and now they've only gone up. Like, only gone up. So, my only hope, my only hope is that the day of, like, 10 minutes before it starts, and they're still, and maybe they'll have to bring it back down. Because it, there's no way that that many people. There buy are. $400. There is though, because there is because there is there's okay WrestleMania a hundred thousand people. This arena seats like maybe like a few thousand, and uh. there are easily a few thousand people that want in on this that are going to be in town. And but 
that's it's just so horrible that the fact that I could have had these tickets, but I tried and they sold out before I even was able. Like I'm like I've got twenty bucks. Like Man. and that's, and that's and like I know the fact that a guy bought a probably bought like a hundred of them. Yep. And is gonna sell and the, then like and four hundred. I'm not paying. I have to go to this though. <laughs> I want to be there. I know, but four hundred dollars—that's a little. And then, like, think but, of what you could do with four hundred dollars. Oh, well, I don't have. For one, I don't have that money because that's how much money. Like, my hotel and rental car are probably going to run me like maybe two hundred bucks, on top of my hundred dollars I spent on my plane ticket. Right. And then, so in total, this whole trip is probably going to run because if I add in the ticket that I already bought, which was like two twenty-five. Right. So they're looking like a five hundred dollar trip. I mean, you know, that's pretty good. Pretty good price. And, um, because it is the most money I've spent on WrestleMania. So the fact that, like, for double the price of my WrestleMania ticket, I could get, and these are balcony seats. If I wanted to sit on, which the floor seats, when they went on sale, those were $100. What are they going for? Those are going for, like, over $1,000. Oh, my gosh. You know how much floor seats at WrestleMania cost? Huh. You can get them right now on StubHub, not like right ringside, but like on the floor. You can get those for like 800 bucks. Huh. You can get floor seats cheaper for WrestleMania than for this. It's it's the it's crazy, and I'm so pissed off, and I seriously hope these people choke on those tickets. And Well, what if they all bought lots and nobody buys them, then they're stuck with a bunch of tickets? Well, that's again. where I'm hoping... That it all. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna be standing outside on your phone, on my phone, and then. But then, hopefully, and then if I can't get in, then the dilemma is: Do I go somewhere to? Because it's gonna be live on the WWE Network, right? But that's not the same. So, but I have. So I'm like, do I go somewhere and watch it live, or do I go to another wrestling show? Which there is multiple wrestling shows that night. True. But I also. Don't want to miss this live event, but I could do that at home when I these. So I don't know. It's I'm very conflicted. Okay, on for StubHub, can you buy it after the show has started, or does it close the second it starts? I don't know. In other words, like 15 minutes after it starts, could you maybe grab one? Maybe because maybe at that point, because you know that's it's going to be the last match, and they're going to get desperate. You know, maybe. And then by then, I won't be able to go to another show. Yeah. And then I'll already... So I'm going to be outside watching this event on my phone while trying to find tickets on stuff. I'm going to be that dude. (laughs) Yeah, but $400, that's... not paying. That's outrageous. $400. I'm so mad, though. I'm so mad. I understand. I am so freaking... And, like, Ticketmaster, again, like, what if the WWE is complicit in all this? I mean, they could... Because if they are... Like what if what if they're what if again like I feel like there are backroom deals and kickbacks happening. They're buy they can have their own people buying them and reselling them for more, creating an artificial demand. Exactly. What's the stop? There's been plenty of allegations going back to the Pearl Jam thing in the '90s. Like these, it's so frustrating, and it's so easy to like put a limit. On the freaking ticket yeah. And the fact that they won't prove to me that maybe what's, yeah, what, what is your benefit there. then? And, like, there's, I know there's been, like, Senate hearings and other things and investigations and SEC, but there's so much money exchanging hands. And guess who has – Ticketmaster has lobbyists 
So yeah. that's where, again, why do they have why lobbyists? Like, it is all like, what is happening? Yeah. What is happening? WWE has lobbyists, too. So, But that's because, like, different athletic commission right. rules. That I mean, there were sense. years where they couldn't run events in, like, certain states. Really? Because of, like, they refused. This was back before they, that's one of the reasons why they had to come clean with, like, they had to eliminate kayfabe because they had to be like we're not sporting events because they were being legislated as a sporting event and there's certain laws and rules and regulations right. so that's where they had to kind of break those things down because huh. the athletic commissions and everything because that's UFC still can't run in New York interesting yeah which that would be such a huge market if they could because like think about Madison Square Garden and all that stuff yeah, yeah they can't run events there huh they don't follow the sports rules. Yeah, well, there's, there's, it's, it's like it's outlawed. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but they're, I think they're, they, and they've been whittling that. Like they, they've, like I've been following that. Like it seems like they might finally be able to get enough votes huh. in the state senate. Like it's a whole, like the fact that there's legislation, like it's crazy. Um, all right. So on another completely non-wrestling related thing, I am very excited for this trip to, regardless of what happens as it stands. I'm looking at like five shows. It's pretty good. It's a lot of good wrestling shows. Yeah. Um, it also bothers me that right now I can go on StubHub. Like this is where this disparity at NXT is so high because I can go on StubHub and buy a ticket to Raw, which is also sold out. I get again, it's because there's so many more tickets. Right. Because I can go on Raw and I can get I can get a nosebleed on Raw for like fifty bucks. Which is. So and crazy, that's but it's but it's only a, that's only like a twenty dollar markup. Okay. Compared to like a like that's a crazy amount of markup. markup yeah. But like percentage wise, yeah. like holy yeah. crap. It's like a thousand percent like that's nuts. I hate him. Okay, so today I, today was laundry day. Yeah. because um, I our our the dryer like we only have one washer and one dryer here and the dryer doesn't work that well so I can only do like half a load of laundry yeah. and it's like two dollars and so like but then like only doing a half a load of laundry like I got like my shirts like so I will do like la- I'll do like underwear socks like shorts and then like my favorite t-shirts then I have so many other shirts that I. I can like let some. I can let that just sit in the dirty laundry forever. Because right. I, I seriously have like sixty t-shirts. So I did. So then I had like a giant pile. So I'm like, well, I just got to do all these. Oh, this is gonna keep getting out of hand. Where like, and I was running out of t-shirts. Right. And so I'm like, well, I get, and I, and it would. I seriously had like six loads <laughs> of worth of laundry. So I'm like, I just gotta get. So I there is a big laundromat. Um. But and they had the industrial washer, which is like four dollars and fifty cents to do like one load. Right. So I went down there and seriously filled it to capacity. Hey, if you can get that thing to click, if it clicks, if it clicks, it sticks. Yeah, and hey, it washed the clothes. It's good. And then it cost like another. So in total, it cost me like eight dollars to do laundry. Well, those ones usually cost more, but then it's less effort because it's all on the same load. Yeah. So. And it's not broken. Well, yeah. And, like, so I don't know. And that's when you discovered the new comic shop. So, yeah, there's a comic shop in Yukaipa. And it's, like, since I was walking around and because I was looking for some, because I was hungry, I almost went into that celebrity sports 
cafe place. And I, I didn't look that good. It's, the I'm, there one it's amazing that it's like, I'm like, how is this place not Booze. closed yet? I guess. Because the food is not good. Yeah. I mean, you expect like, like, some like sports bars food, have right? really I good know, food. I thought, like, we, but, we, and we've got nachos and pizza. It's not like we went like off book. Yeah. Like, that's what you would expect at a place like that. And it was not good at all. Yeah. So I didn't go in there, but I went in the comic book store. It's very small, but it seemed pretty cool. I was specifically, I'm like, I'm not going to buy anything unless they have, because I knew the Bill and Ted trade paperback yeah. just came out. And I was like, well, if that's there, I'll buy it. Because I'm probably, I'm going to buy it on Amazon eventually. Yeah. Um, probably like my next paycheck or something. Um, and so I'm like, if they have that, but they didn't have it. They just had a few trades of like real popular stuff. Right. And then, like, new, they had, like, the new comic books, but they're, the only one that I was remotely interested in is there's a Street Fighter versus G.I. Joe, <laughs> and it has an 8-bit cover, That's and it's cool. um, Aubrey Citizen, which is a wrestling fan, and it was funny on Tumblr, huh. and um, so I was thinking about, but then I'm like, I don't really do individual comics. Yeah. I like the collections. Yeah. The tra- trades is Trade the collection, paperback, right? yeah. yes. So I always get like the terms mixed up. I'm I'm a terrible comic nerd. It's all right. And then I also there's a new Daniel Close book, but that just came out. He did did Ghost World. No, oh, okay. And like he's all like his books are always amazing. And it's the first new book he's done in like quite a while. Like I got his last one. And I think that was like 2010. Do they have it? They didn't have that oh, either. Okay. Like it, I think it just came out. Like I think it might come out tomorrow. But oh. like I figure maybe they already had it. Yeah. Um. But nope. So, well, um, still, I mean, assuming that they, you know, are cool and don't, seen, like, mark up stuff too much, I, yeah. I, you know, I like to support that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is no, it doesn't hold a candle to that store well, the one in Redlands. Redlands is great, but it is, you know, further in Redlands. This yeah. is right down the street. Yeah. So. so I went, so then I went to um, the uh, Queen Bean. Nice. And I had the roast beef sandwich, and it was good. really good. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff there. Yeah, it's good. I haven't gone to an event there in a long time. They still have bands playing stuff. We need to get bands going out there again. I didn't see you. didn't know anything. I haven't had a band play there since you've lived here. Yeah. Man. It's crazy. And do they have, like, a... I didn't see a calendar or anything. They have it online. I don't know if they have it posted. Yeah, because I didn't see any. But usually, like, Thursday nights are open mic, and, you know, Friday, Saturday, they have live music, and then other nights of the week, they have special things. Hmm. But I don't know. I don't know exactly. I don't know I if they're still start hanging out there way. more. It's really, I mean, it's a cool, it, it was, for a long time. But it's it just, like, like kind of expensive. Yeah. You gotta buy a thing, and, like. But you can get, like, a soda is pretty cheap, and just yeah. hang out, like, bring your laptop yeah. kind of thing, you know. I was thinking about that, but I, my laptop sucks. So I'm like, I could bring a laptop and go there and hang out there and, like, write and work on stuff. And then I'd feel like I was doing something. But my laptop is so craptacular that I would end up just throwing it into the wall. You could write, like, word processing. Yeah, but even that is kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah, okay. Like, seriously, like, just doing it here, like, every few minutes, like, the computer will just freeze. That's one of the reasons why I stopped doing the write-ups, because the computer would freeze and I'd have to pause but I was watching and wait for it to kind of, like, wake back up. Right. And, like, that got very annoying. Like, I need a new laptop, like, real bad, but I don't have that kind of... I don't have new laptop money. Well, you can write it on... I guess I could start... Pull your keyboard over. Oh, that's true. Or you just bring a book and read. Yeah. 
That's not productive that, that here. way. Yeah. I don't um, know. It's a cool. I mean, it's a cool hangout place, though. You know, should start hanging out more. Start getting having, out. We get bands back there too. So getting down about. Let's get on it. We'll get on it. So that was. Then it was just good being out and about. So yeah. laundry day made me feel pretty good. It's good. It's a good way to start my week. Yeah. Leap day. Yeah. Do something. This is it. Leap, well, it's not leap day anymore now. Now it's over. Talk through all the leap day. Well, now it's book corner. Book corner. Remember when he said you didn't want to like be up? I know. Like, I need to go to bed. But <laughs> here it's we real are. Real talk tonight, though. All right. Well, we'll do lightning round. Oh wait, I already. Yeah, you talked about a couple of those in there. I can delete these. There you go. So I finished the EXP negatives. It was like that zine. Oh, the video game one. And like some of them were good, but again, some of them were pretty pretentious. Yeah, just that's the right. way, like I don't know, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. All right, but I mean, like I like the idea of like a video game zine. Yeah, I do too. And like I guess it was an actual physical zine for a while. I definitely like that. Which, that's awesome. But if it was just this guy's pretentious, <laughs> like I don't know. Um, and then I finished. I, I I read eleven twenty two sixty three in like three days. <laughs> like there was one day where that's pretty much what I did. Like, cause it's a big book, but I was just so into it. It's so good. It's so good, and just the idea, and then like the ending is like amazing, cause like it's not what you expect. I mean, I kind of, I had an idea, but I'm like, he's not gonna do that. That's super ballsy. Huh? And like, gets into like string theory and all this other stuff, and it's really cool. All right. And it's just really good, well written book, and. I really want you to watch the show and then read this book. I just see it pop up every once in a while. And, yeah, we'll talk about the show in a minute. But, yeah, the book is awesome. And it's I think it's one of King's definite best of, like, newer stuff. <coughs> and one of his best, my favorite books he's in. And when it, like, when he's in Derry and all the It references is just, especially if you've, like, because I read It fairly recently. Uh-huh. Oh, it's just like, ah, like, you should, oh, I'm like, you should write another dairy book. You should write another It book. You should do it, do it, do it, do it. Because, like, I mean, like, he interacts with characters from It. That's cool. And, like, he's in Derry in 1958, like, right after they, like, they think that they killed it, like, because he comes back, like, 30 years later when they're, when they're adults. Right. But the kids, and he actually interacts with a couple of the kids huh. and, like, the town, and he knows that something's not right in the town, and, like, it's just, like, it's crazy seeing that through, like, the the whole world of Derry, which has shown up in other books, but, like, from his this character, because the whole thing's written in first person. Okay. Which is why, when we talk about the show, they had to create this sidekick character, because otherwise, like... Like, the internal Again, monologue, like, none yeah. of it, you wouldn't be able to do any of that, because yeah. people are already flipping out about that, and I'm like, you're a bunch of idiots. It's going to be voiceover the whole time? Like yeah, like the whole time. Because the book, that's what it is. But, like, on a T, that doesn't work. No. Like, it doesn't. And I'm like, obviously, like, I'm like, what do you, like, and, like, because I read an interview with the showrunner, and she's like, look, like, come on. Like, people, like, people are being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell she's frustrated. Well, sorry. All right. What else but it has you? gotten pretty good critical reception, which I'm Not glad. Good. 
Um, all right, then I'm still reading the Blue Book of Scribbling. Skippy Dies is amazing. Yeah. Because so now it's gotten into this storyline where, like, they're dealing with, like, again, like, string theory and interdimension, multi-dimension, the multiverse theory. <laughs> but, like, from, like, these teenage... It's, and then, like, just some of, like, the stuff that it deals with and the way it conveys the... It's so beautiful, like... I like cried in the bathroom the other like really? it's just so like it and then it's a lot of things that I feel all the time just put in such a great way. It's so good. Huh. It's so good. It's so funny. But it's like again, like somebody like Jerry showed me this um somebody made like a bunch of like alternative book covers and it's almost like it's almost like real, you know, the real trailers. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and this is like the t- titles are like like so this one Skippy dies is like it's like it's like it's like Hogwarts, but with drugs instead of magic. <laughs> and, like, that's pretty much all right, all with right. drugs instead of magic. Um, but it's it's pretty good. It's just really funny and also just, like, really beautiful. Um, and then my next book that I read from them reading from the story bundle, which I think you can still do. Oh, yeah, you, you can do that. Yeah, I want to. you should get on it. I think it's, like, going away very soon. Just let me make sure that it's still there. Um, it might have gone away. I don't know. Riveting. Oh, it's gone. Nope. Ooh, Mega true game crime. Bundle. Two days. All right. So you, you should do it, Phil, because, yeah, see, if you want that Boss Fight Books, Shadow of the Colossus, Colossus yeah. you should do it. It's so good. For $12, you get all this stuff. So this is the one that was like, Ugh. but then the Strider buying a Commando, That's this cool. cool like this these fun like little and this you would like this Second Quest comic yeah because that's the like yeah. like Zelda thing yeah all right and there's some other ones there's like exploring roguelike games just cool video game books man but the one that I'm reading right now so I had already talked about remember previously I was raving right. about the Untold History of Japanese Game Developers Volume One well this is Untold History of Japanese Game Developers Volume Two and it is nuts. <laughs> Just these stories are just so amazing, and this guy, like, he trekked down some even more, like, it talks about, like, some of the, like, he tells, he's found guys that, like, talk about the Yakuza involvement in the video game industry. He finally found some people that worked at this mythical game company called Zanesoft, where, like, it was basically, like, a sweatshop, and, like, they, like, would lock people in their offices, and they would, this guy they interviewed, he, like, got locked in there, and they would, he didn't leave for seven months. And he's like, it's like, yeah, they let me take a bath once a week. Oh my god! And I never left the building. It was like, what, <laughs> what games did they make? These are well, these games never left Japan. Okay, but like well-known, popular Japanese games. Huh. But then the other one that he finally got some people because they had always been like very closed. He finally interviewed some people from Hudson. Oh, interesting. And, like, talking about all these Hudson games and finally found out that, because there's, like, the mythical, um, I don't know if you've ever heard about the Bonk RPG. Oh, that no. It never happened, but some people, like, there was a lot of conjecture about why it didn't happen. It turned out it was basically, like, the, it was, like, an April Fool's joke that got, just got taken oh, way okay, out of okay. hand. Um, so he finally found the straight story on that, but also just <laughs> talking about, like, they're dabbling, I mean, the, of course, the... Turbo graphics and 
PC Engine and the TurboGrafx right. CD and the, the Super CD, but then some of their other, like, hardware things. And, like, because this guy they interviewed specifically was, like, one of the innovators of CD-ROM technology. Huh. Like, again, like, every, like, especially for our, like, now, like, video game companies are all over the world. There's a lot more companies in America. But for our generation, like, 90% of the games come from Japan. Yeah. And these guys, there were, like, a lot of these guys, nobody knows their story. And, like, no, these guys have just kind of fallen into obscurity and and then just hearing and their stories it's all the very similar patterns where they made these just huge giant games and like they did them themselves like where it was like them and like one other person yeah. and they're making these in like assembly language which is crazy like completely insane and then they then they became like executives and because these people are creators they all got sick of it and now they're all kind of doing their own thing to varying degrees of success yeah. And it seems to be the same story over and over again, which is both encouraging and discouraging <laughs> at the same time. Because it's like, no, you're never going to find happiness if you're not making stuff. And that's what I've found out. And I'm like, yeah, that's totally true. Because <laughs> it's like, I can't, I don't want to work a nine to five desk job supervising people or like not making things. And that's what happened to a lot of these guys is because they're like, no, you're, this is a reward. You're working this secure, making a huge amount of money is like an executive. Like, I don't want to run a company. Like, I just want to make things. And that's why a lot of these guys, they're back on their own. Like, it's like, I just started my own company and I'm making my own games. And then also like, they're all like, sadly, like mobile games. So like, He's like, I wanted to make, like, another, like, this game or that game, but, like, nobody buys those games, so I'm making these mobile games. It's sad. <laughs> but I also understand it. Because that's where the money is. That's where it is. And, like, I'm like, is that where, like, the whole industry is? And then he's also, this one guy's, like, like, like he got this job at, like, Gameloft, and he's like, they just wanted me to make free-to-play games. And I feel like at their core level, like, a free-to-play game, like, if I'm really being honest... It's just a slot machine, and I don't want to make a slot machine, <laughs> and so that's why I'm not doing that. He quit. He quit that job. Huh. It's like they were gonna pay me like a million dollars to basically make a slot machine. I'm like, they are slot machines. <laughs> like when you really think about Except it. Except if you're patient enough on some of them. But see, I think that's why the Nintendo ones to me are cool because they are the least annoying free to play games that I've ever played. They are. I, it still has that element. Except they're kind of ramping it up because. Pokemon Pre-Cross, I get frustrated sometimes. Yeah, I mean, that one is... Pokemon Shuffle is way more yeah. forgiving. Yeah, well, that's why I'm saying I think they're doing this pattern where they're yeah. slowly conditioning not, us. But I guess the way that I look at it is I just go on each day and do the training, and then I will play like did a longer Did you register bow. your Nintendo account? I did that the day you could do it. Me too. Yeah. But, like, that's for, like, a mobile game where it sounds like the only thing that it's going to be is, like... You make your me, and then, like, you answer questions? Yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but, I I mean... And, like, what are they doing? I don't know. Because it's, it, it's it's like a social media platform, but I don't understand, like... Is it going to be, like, Meverse? Maybe. Is it going to be, like, the thing where, like, you vote on things and you hold up your little paddle? I loved that. I had so much fun <laughs> with that. Josh is screaming at the... T- I, know. I know Josh I know is screaming he is. Right I had now. so much fun with that. It was I silly. love picking my favorite color. I did. <laughs> I love my little my little Phil holding up my paddle. I'm with you, Josh. I'm with you in spirit. It's true, though. I had so much fun with that. 
and Janelle and I would both do it. And we'd but that's what this thing most. is probably going to be. It probably is. But here's the thing. At the very and least, then you're going to buy, and they've already said, you're going to buy little accessories for well, your I'm Amiga. I'm not going to buy anything like that. You keep saying that. I've never bought digital accessories. How close have, have you even, you know you've thought about buying coins for that claw machine. Oh, no, not remotely. Not remotely? Not, remote. not at all? No. Have you thought about buying hearts for Pokemon? No. no never? No, it's, that's not even a temptation. No? Like, it's just absolutely not. No? I have more than enough stuff to do that I don't need I want to see pay. where you're at like five years from now. I, I've never, ever, ever paid for that kind of stuff. Like, I barely have been willing to buy like actual DLC. How close does Janelle come to paying for things in I, Candy Crush? She's probably... I'll tell you the closest I ever came... Is remember uh, Bejeweled? What yeah. was that one though? It was like a specific Bejeweled one. Blitz. Yeah, but not because I meant to. You accidentally. Because I fell asleep yeah. while I was playing it, and I woke up, and it's like spend a hundred dollars. Yes, click yes. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, what did I do? Like I just had tapped through stuff. They make it real easy. I didn't actually. I thought it was it. funny because one of so Kanye's latest. Twitter rants have been about video games. Yeah, he's all And over the apparently place. his new album is going to be called TurboGrafx-16. I'm like, I think there's still some copyright holders that yeah. might have a problem with you calling your album that. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty... kind of already a thing. Like, and also, like, call what? Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's kind of... And then, like, some people were calling him out because he's like, we played this game. And it was like, the systems that you talked about, that game doesn't exist on those systems, so, like, I think you're full of crap. <laughs> right. Um... And, like, so I don't know, like, I'm like, is Kanye trying to, like, co-opt, like, video game, like, thing? I'm like, please don't do We're, that. Well, like, yeah. Just, but, like, just but then, don't. so then, but then he, like, railed against, um, he's like, the worst thing is microtransactions in these games. Um, Kim Kardashian has a uh, free-to-play <laughs> game that they seriously are making millions of dollars. That's from, all. And it's, like, a Farmville-type yeah. game. So I'm like, yeah, so you're full of crap. Yep. And, uh, yeah, but anyways, that's, that's nothing, but, so this Japanese, this history, untold history of Japanese game developers, one, yeah. two, it's amazing, it makes me want to, like, find some of these games they're talking about, because it's a lot of games that never came out here, but, like, you can find, like, fan translations right. online, and, like, like, all these PC-800 and MSX games, and, and then, like, some of these other, like, shoot 'em up just, there's this one, Hudson, so apparently, two of Hudson's biggest hits in Japan, I never heard of these. Um, they're 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 one of them. It's called like Disneyland, but it's like this weird English, like this weird like translation of it. Okay. And it's like an it's like a point and click adventure game in this bizarro like parody of Disneyland. Really, it looks insane. That would be really. And cool. there's two of them. One of them's Disneyland, and the other one's Disney World. Huh. But like they never came out here. But I'm sure you could find that. Yeah. It looks nuts. That's interesting. Well, okay. So I am one of the weird people that still reads physical magazines. I realize that. Keeping it alive. I am. And there's I'm not sure they many left. You. Well, the Mad Magazine guy personally thanks yes, you. Yes, he did. Because I'm one of the last physical <laughs> subscribers. But, and so I don't always put when I read magazines in this. But I just had to point this out. So I read the most recent issue of Mad and there's a couple, and this it, because Mad only comes out quarterly now. It's every three months. So depressing. That's how. That's where they're at now. So, or is it three months or four months? Quarterly would be three months. Yeah, it's three months. Okay, I just want to make sure it's late, and I didn't want to make sure I said the wrong name. Anyway, um, 
so because of that, like, I think it's hard for them to make timely jokes and stuff yeah. like that. So I can't remember the name, the justice, the um, Supreme Scalia. Court, Scalia. There was a couple pretty, like, scathing, like, jokes about him <laughs> in this, but... And now he's dead. And now he's dead, so it went yeah, on. Yeah, but he like, was... Ooh. Yeah, but I mean, like... Still, I guarantee you they didn't, like... He, he wasn't dead when they wrote well, the yeah. jokes, you know, so... But... Whatever. I mean, it's still fair game, but I just thought that was kind of funny. He, said, he did some horrible things. So that was that, and then... Uh, that is kind of, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I just, when I read that, I was like, ooh, well, I, that's, I don't think they would have done that if they'd known. Um, and then I haven't gotten super far in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh a gosh. little bit further. I, all about... It's going to take you, like, all year to read these, and, like, we're good, and, like, I've already finished... The, I, I bet you if I started right now, I could easily laugh to you. Lap me. Uh, I'm actually, though, but if you look on the, on the pro, or, uh, what's it called, Goodreads page on our group... Which people should join our, our good Goodreads group. Um, well, I'm on track still. In fact, I'm ahead of the game on the on the Goodreads group. I think I'm going to come in and love you again. Do it, do it. Uh, but it's good. I mean, I think I've only read like a couple more chapters since last week. It's been a crazy week. So, are they at Hogwarts yet? They haven't even got to Hogwarts yet. Man, but but he he ran away and now he's meeting like he met someone in the street and he's on the night bus. That's, yeah, that's when I'm on the night bus. He okay. got on the night so bus. So he saw the dog. Yeah. I fell asleep reading the last time, so I got to, like, I don't know if you ever... Night bus asleep. is great. When you fall asleep reading, I have to, like, go back and read, like, the last few pages again, because then I... Yeah, I I'll, do like, that. I'll keep moving. I through, do that a lot. But then I'm like, oh, I don't know what I just read. I just went through five pages, and I have no idea what I just read. Yeah. So I, so I fell asleep in the middle of the night bus chapter. Okay. So, so I'm not very far in. I think that's, like, the third or fourth yeah. chapter or something like that. But yeah. Anyway. So that's that. All right. Nightbus Stan Shunpike becomes a recurring character. It's good. I'm enjoying it, though. Still, it's fun. The stuff with his, like, aunt, whatever, yeah. she was, like, aunt funny. Petunia. That he blew up. Oh, yeah. The, it was his, it was, um, uh, Durs Vernon, Mr. Marge? Uncle, yeah, Marge, his yeah. sister. That's funny. Yes, that is his aunt. By yeah, marriage. By marriage, yeah. Yeah. All right. No new movies. No new movies. All right, you gotta you gotta rapid fire these here. All right, WWE Network still watching that stuff. New Japan World. I watched the second night of Ring of Honor. The show was really great. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks won the trios titles. It was freaking awesome. And the Young Bucks are the best, and they're awesome. That's why I put um I, I put them I put them back up on my cover picture. Oh, my okay. Facebook okay. page is me and the Young Bucks and Sami Zayn, um, who I want to go see wrestle Shinsuke Nakamura, but they're paying four hundred seventy-five <laughs> freaking dollars. Lucha Underground this week. I mean, I finally posted oh, it. Yeah, I got a still because I am because like last week it was a couple quick shots where I'm in the front row. This week it's like you can see me the entire episode because for some reason I'm like standing under a light. So even when they're wrestling, you just see me up at the top well, of the ramp, just standing there. When I saw that first one you posted, I, I thought it was like a weird photo. Shopper, I'm like, why is no, it because it's I'm like right like you're there, out with the yeah. guy like up in his face. I'm like right there, man. Oh, you're like really right. I there. told you, that's I'm like stuff. right there, and I think I think they intentionally edited because I found the spot where I almost fell down the stairs, and I think they actually edited around it because you it. you see me like grab onto the railing, and then I'm back going like this. 
Because it's like when Brian Cage is at the top of the That's stairs. But yeah, you see me the whole episode. I think you were like fist bumping yeah, or something. Yeah, I was doing like this. Yeah, something. And I, yeah. It just, it looked and then like, my friend why took, is Brendan there with that wrestling And then my guy? friend took a picture of it and posted it. Yeah. So there's two stills of me. Yeah, I'm all, so the next episode is another one where I'm there. And then, and then the episode, I think there's two episodes after that where it's me and Benson in the, in the third row on the floor. And nice. the match spills into where we are, and then I'm gone for four episodes. Right. But then I'm back on the floor for the rest of the season. That's a pretty and, great shot, though. I yeah, I got some good shots. And P.J. Black's one of my favorite wrestlers. Like, Steve Espinosa even said, like, it's P.J. Black and his new partner, Brendo Man. It does. It looks like you're standing there with him in that picture. Like, it's not like you're in the audience. It just looks like it's you and him standing yeah. next to each other. And then the whole rest, because there's times I do it, I think it's because I'm so tall and so big, because, like, the light, like, I'm just, like, standing yeah. up there, yeah. and you can't see anybody you're lit else. differently than everyone else in the audience. It yeah. looks like you're being lit with him. Yeah. And you're standing next to him, like, I'm like it's, it's, just, it's really funny. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I want I want to make like I, I was trying to figure out how to make an animated gif and I don't know how to do that. So you can make one of me going like, <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty cool. Agent Carter, holy crap! Yeah. So awesome. It's gotten so good. I think they're I think we're winding down this season. There's like one more episode left, but it's so freaking good. You guys, because Janelle even said you want to watch like a real show. Well, here's the you thing: you should watch Agent Carter. We've been we we've actually been finishing Jessica Jones. Okay. So our plan is to watch that after. But we I have think one more episode of Jessica. The problem Jones. though is I think Agent Carter episodes are already dropping off of who. It might close. be, but um. If I have to pay a buck or two, you know. <laughs> but it's so good. You know, we're, I mean, that's that's our plan. Is to this go right season into that, is so. incredible. We'll you know, what's not incredible. What the X Files finale? Yeah, a lot of people were pretty down. on It, it. was bad. It was real bad. But some of the episodes you really liked. Okay, the Kumail. There was like two episodes that I really liked. The rest of the episodes. How many were there total? There was like six. The first people really hated the first two. I thought they were all right. Okay. And then the third one with Kumail is amazing. Okay. And then the fourth one was okay. The fifth and sixth ones poopy. Wow. This last one, and also they ended on a total cliffhanger, which I get, but I also like they're gonna do more. The whole rest of it was like boring, and they're like didn't like I like I could, like didn't really make sense. And it was just like, I'm like, ugh, this is boring and <laughs> dumb. And there's like a virus. And then like the smoking man is like, I don't know. I was just like, what I can follow is like dumb. And like, I don't get it. Like, ugh. Well, like, I still want to watch it. You got to watch it. But like, I'm, I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. All right, all right. I ain't not. It was not good. But that's, for me, much of the X-Files, especially the later seasons were that way. Like, you've got your fantastic episodes, and then you got a couple duds. These are real duds. But if duds. you only have six, that's, yeah. like, left to pick from. There's, the betting average was not good, let me tell you. Um, American Crime Story continues to be amazing. They're entering into the pre-trial. They had, like, the jury selection episode. And like it's really it's just really good. Um eleven twenty two sixty three, I just watched the new one today. I like that he has a sidekick. Yeah. Like I think it's cool and it works. And but the way and then they are like really condensing everything. Like they like in one quick montage shot they jumped like two years. 
huh. when it went from 1960 to 1962. And I get it because we only have eight episodes yeah. and a lot is happening. And the book, again, the book is hundreds of pages. Yeah, so, like, and, like, it's really, and the way they, but it's really, like, just really tense. And, like, this one, so Oswald is now back in the United States and he's tailing up. And, like, he comes, like, there's some really cool moments with Oswald and mm. it's getting intense. And James Franco is so good. James Franco is doing a book signing at Book Soup um, next Sunday. Is that the San Diego one? No, in um, in L.A., in Hollywood, oh, okay. Book Soup. Um, I was thinking about going to so I could finally get my yearbook signed, but then I went on the webpage, and it says, like, bold letters, like, absolutely no memorabilia oh. and only the book and no pictures. So I'm like... Do I want to go just to meet? I do. It's almost worth it just to go and get a book signed by James Franco. Yeah. But, like, I probably would have to camp out. Cause there's going to be a ton of people. If I knew that I could get my Freaks and Geeks thing signed, I might just go and bring it anyway. Because he seems like, what if he's like, might. like, Because hey. hey. that's, like, a cool. It's not like you're getting him to sign. Because, like, like Judd Apatow, when he saw, like, freaked yeah, out. Yeah. Very few people have that. Well, now a lot of people, but not the original. Not the original, original though. The best. And you can all, you it's an obvious tell. Yes. yes. I don't know. I kind of still might go. Because be you have the Franco signature. I do, because you had the first one. Yep. And also, I really love this, and, like, I don't know. And he's, like, I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures from the Tommy Wiseau movie that they're doing. But uh, like, yeah, I've seen some. looks amazing. Oh, he's so good. And he just does so many. Like, he wrote this book. Like it's he, is, he does a lot of everything. stuff. All right, um, so that's that. Bob's Burgers. Oh yeah, new episode of Bob's new Burgers. New episode was so good Fantastic. with uh, the 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 uh, which was this one? Well, let's see, was it? Yeah, we already did the sexy healing one, right? Yeah, that was this. That's one. That's the most recent one. Yeah, okay, that was it. Yeah, yeah, so good, so awesome. Bob's Burgers the best. Wait, no, was there another one? Oh yeah, there was. What was the next? No, one? that was that one. That, that is was it. the most recent yeah. one. So, because I said, because last time we said that's what this was, was going it was to coming, be. But we haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah, seen yeah. It. And it was great. It was amazing. He moves in with them. Yeah. It was really funny. <laughs> that, cause, yeah, because we were talking about it, the part where Teddy's like, oh, we've got a special guest. Who's <laughs> it me? Who's it me, Bob? And then it wasn't. And then, like, there's nothing on the board. you got to put something on that board, Bob. <laughs> totally I'm going on the walk. When I come back, there better be something on that board. Yeah. It is fantastic. Definitely watch Bob's Burgers. Oh. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. So good. Goldberg's. Goldberg. They had an Eddie the Eagle thing where like where like Barry wants to like be a successful. So then I love that like the big jock like took Ball Ball. Yeah. Like he now like like them. he took Ball Ball away from them and, and like they named it after him now. Yeah. And then there was the whole thing with like they them the Murray was selling um what was it the Faton yeah because like the yeah. the so the Beverly like has this like because she's like the new furniture craze is the futon. And they call it the Faton. Faton. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good Goldbergs. Good Goldbergs. Muppets has been incredible. Yeah. You know who came back in this episode? Uh, Robin. Robin, the the new one? Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, who's Robin? Robin is his nephew. The little nephew oh, Robin. Robin the Frog. Robin the Frog. I was thinking, what's the new guy that was introduced? Supposedly with? he's dead. The one that... that yeah. Why? I don't know. But he was in it for a little while. Not in the show. He wasn't. I thought he was like in the first. The guy episode. from the Muppets that oh, the first movie. Yeah, I think yeah. they killed him off somehow. Sad. I um, like him. I know. 
It's weird. Um, so Robin is in it and Camilla's in it. Oh, which one is Camilla? Camilla's the chicken. Oh yeah. Come on, man. It's, what the heck? I'm so tired. I told you. Oh, it's so good. It sounds really good. I finally watched episode one of Vinyl. Oh my gosh. So it is mostly real bands. Okay. There's a but then there's a fictional punk band, and the lead singer is played by Mick Jagger's son. Well, that's cool. Um, and uh, it's but Bobby kind of Valley, like oh my gosh, and like Ray Romano, and they're all just like these CD record executive yeah, great, people, like, and, stuff, and like it's just just talking about all the evils of the music. Like it's so right, like it's exact. And then it and then it talks about like the Mercer Art Center because like he he's. He like just walks into like a New York Dolls concert and like and then like they they did kind of change some stuff around because the Mercer Arts Center did collapse but not while there were people like during a show okay. there were people living there so like five people did die when it did collapse but it didn't collapse in the middle of a concert it did make an amazing scene where like the band is playing and like the whole place is just, like <laughs> falling apart it's nuts. It's a great scene in the show. And then, like, there's other just really cool... Like, the interludes where, like, they cut to, like, musicians, like, playing and stuff. Like, there's this one where it cuts to, like, Bo Diddley playing his guitar. And then, like, they give him Bo Diddley's guitar for his birthday. Huh. And so he's got the guitar. Like, I don't know. Just really cool. Just Scorsese. I mean, it's a Scor- it's a two-hour Scorsese movie. That's awesome. Basically. Because he directed the pilot. Yeah, yeah. And it's freaking awesome. And if you like music, I mean, especially that period of time, I mean, it even gets a little bit into, like, the roots of the hip-hop scene because he, like, drives by a rec center and they're, like, doing it. And then, like, I guess, like, it shows his, like, his first act, which he ended up screwing the guy over. And he's, like, now running, like, one of these rec center hip-hop shows because he was, like, a blues guitarist. And, like, it goes through this whole, like, history of, like, how that whole operated. That's cool. It's so good. Um... Watch Pretty Little Liars. It's freaking cuckoo bananas. <laughs> but it's a fun thing to watch. Tune in. Turn out. Yep. You go to Yon Hulu. All right. Well, we watched the newest episode of The Grinder, which is great. Rob Lowe and Fred Savage. You got to watch it. Mm-hmm. What's this? Um, okay. So this one is on Hulu also. Oh, I spelled Apocalypse wrong. Apparently, I didn't uh, spell check there. Apocalypse? Uh, apocalypse. It's called You, Me, and the Apocalypse, and it popped up because I've been watching. We've been watching The Grinder, and Rob Lowe's in it. He's like mm-hmm. one of the main people. It's it's really interesting. Like I wasn't sure how I felt about it at first, but it's actually really cool. I think it's, it's an NBC show. It's an NBC show. I want to say it's currently on the air. It's currently on the air. Mm-hmm. It's um. There's it's like a big ensemble. The whole thing is that there's an asteroid that's going to come and hit the Earth in like a month, and so it's all this stuff that people are doing like leading up to it. Um. But it's got Jenna Fisher is in it, Megan Mullally, Rob Lowe. Oh wow! Um, like a lot of really good people are in it, and it's 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 a really interesting mix of like like drama because you know people that didn't know they're gonna die. There's like you know people in in jail that escape. I mean all kinds of like stuff. Um, but actually, my favorite part because it follows like these different. There's a guy that that hacked into the NSA, and there's a whole like you know government thing going on with that. Um, but my favorite part is Rob Lowe plays this guy, he's a, he's a priest that works for the Vatican, and this nun comes under to, to work with him, and since it's the end times, um, you know, I mean, they're, they're gonna die in, in a month, um, all these, like, false prophets are popping up, and they're supposed to go investigate on behalf of the Vatican to see, like, Is this if like a drama? 
it's a it's it's both. It is a drama, but it's also really funny. Okay. It's it's, it's kind of a weird mix. As like why I said at first, I wasn't totally sure, but it works somehow. But I want to see a whole show of just this because it's them. It's almost like an X Files kind of thing where they keep going to these different locations and like this guy says he's going to be able to jump from a church and like float and all these people gather around and they have to go investigate if it's a real miracle or this woman is healing and they have to see like how, you know, it would be like such a cool story. They go and uncover, it's almost like Scooby-Doo except Mm -hmm. like they work for the Vatican and they're checking out these like fake miracles and stuff. Which that is a real thing. Like, don't they have I like people? I think it is. I, I'm pretty do sure. That? Well, because they have to vet. Because the whole thing yeah. is, before this, he was vetting people to become priests. I mean, yeah. uh, saints. Saints. But because it's the end times, they switched it up to him investigating all these false prophets because people are claiming they're Jesus, yeah, you know, coming back and stuff like that. So I would love to see a show just of that too. But Vatican Squad. Yeah, like it's it's a cool like again. It's kind of like Scooby Doo X Files for the church or something. I don't know. It, it's it's cool. But the whole show is interesting. And I think there's only, like, four or five episodes out mm-hmm. now. I've been watching it just, like, as I'm doing stuff at night, like, kind of in the background. And mm-hmm. it's, it's really good. So, interesting. Um, On the Netflix flippy flop. Yeah. I finished Love so good. Yeah. Like, but it's, like, it's, like, brutal. Sometimes it's, like, hard to watch because you're, like, I've done these things or I've witnessed these things <laughs> happen and, like, like, cause like Gillian Anderson, like Gillian Jacobs' character, like she goes like she like shows up at his work and like all these and like he gets him in trouble and like it's so painful to watch. And then like he, so Paul Russ' character, he's like the set tutor, which Iris Apatow now makes an amazing star turn. You know, Maude yeah. in like in like this, this is, is forty. 40. This is Iris's like this is this huh. is that like she's hilarious. She plays, like, a kid actress on the show that he's, like, working on. That's cool. And then he, like, but he, like, sells his spec script. But, like, when he goes in the writer, it's, like, the most awkward, like, just, like, painful to watch. And he gets, in, he ends up getting fired and, like, it's just this horrific thing. Huh. And, like, all this other, just all this other stuff that happens. And it's both funny and heartbreaking and just wrenching to watch like he goes on the most awkward date ever with like this other girl which this australian actress she was you know the australian girl in train wreck um oh, i think yeah. she worked yeah, she's yeah. like so she's um gillian jacobs she's hilarious she's so good like she's the revelation good nice. in this like it's there but there's a whole thing where it's like her and paul russ on a date and will sasso is their waiter <laughs> and it is like just you wanna like there. I, I had to turn it off for like just a minute because it was like painful, painful to watch. Like when they go on this, it's like the worst date ever. But everybody's had these like experiences. Yeah. Like they just don't pull any punches when it comes to like stuff. And it doesn't. It's not like pretty and gushy and it's ugly. And he takes. He, they, they go to the magic castle. Like it's oh, a they, oh. I want to go to the Magic Castle so bad. <laughs> so bad. Derek. Derek. I know Derek's gotten in there. Still haven't gone. The one time I was going to go, that's when I got there was a fire. Oh. And I haven't gotten to go back. Right. Derek's been like three times. Man. Yeah. It's got to magic you in there. Yeah. You think I... Come on, man. I, I got ways to make it happen. I'm curious about this next one because there's been oh, yeah. an extremely well, varied response. The one more thing I wanted to mention about Love is there's oh, yeah. an episode with Andy Dick and it's like the funniest. Oh, yeah? 
thing in the world. That's good because it comes full circle. He worked on the Ben Stiller show. Oh yeah, well I mean there's I mean him and Apatow go way back, and it's great, and I loved it, and I love this show, and I hope there's more because it's so good. I want to watch the Ben Stiller Um, show again. That made me me too. Fuller House. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. People, I am 100% convinced that people either lied about watching Full House (laughs) or don't remember Full House because it's exactly Full House. And Full, I, like, here's, I wrote, because I was talking to Chris Cavins on his Facebook, I'm like, do people think, like, people are treating Full House like it was the freaking wire or something, (laughs) and like it's this bastion of great, Full House was bad. Yeah. Like, Full House is this cheesy, family show that it's like a lot of hugging and learning lessons and bad jokes and dumb puns and that is exactly what fuller house is and i really enjoy it and there's a wrestling episode and there's a music there's all kinds of crazy shenanigans and the kids are cute and there's a dog and it's funny and it's exactly what i wanted and people are dumb like, that, that don't, people that were, I mean, like, I get the people, like, I get Josh being like, this show is stupid, and then, so, of course, this one's going to be stupid, and that's exactly right. Like, if, if you didn't like Full House, you are not going to like this, and if you're saying that this one is dumb and cheesy, but you like Full House, um, I would turn around and be like, you did not watch Full House, and you are a liar. You're a phony. Stop being a freaking phony, freaking hipster. Oh, Full House is so great, and this one doesn't stick to... No, it's exactly what Full House was. Yeah, having only watched a little bit of Full House, and it's I really never super cared for it. Yeah. But I can't imagine anyone having, like, high standards. I mean, like, people's nostalgia how would you go for, into that? And that's where I think, like, people's nostalgia for Full House is, like way crazier than my nostalgia for other things because it's like somehow become this crate like it was never a good show no it's it's terribly cheesy (laughs) so i don't understand i don't know i don't get it and i and people are like oh well the critics hate i'm like the critics hated full house like like, i'm with josh and that i have no interest in watching it because i didn't enjoy the original but i certainly wouldn't expect it to be like high yeah i don't understand what people's expectations were of this because if you like fuller house i mean full house like, you should like this because it's exactly – because we were like, oh, this wasn't this cheese. I'm like, oh, yes, it was. Go back and watch. Cut it out? Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, everything about it. And, like, I like – so the first episode is, like, pure – like, they actually show clips from the old huh. show. They're, like, doing – and it's got everybody. And then, like, I, I guess some people didn't know that this was the case either, which I'm like – how in this day and age do you not know, like, everything? Like, we live in a world where you can, like, find out. I knew going in that, like, that, like, the, 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 like, the guys, like, that Bob Saget and Dave Coulier and John Stamos were going away. They were all, they did, like, they had to do, like, a, so they did, like, a, like, a, like, a, because of scheduling and all that stuff and money. Because yeah. they, they did a, um, an Arrested Development thing where, like, they like they showed up in different episodes. They're like each one of those guys is only in like three episodes each. Right, where they shot. Yeah, yeah. Like, one day of shooting. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And and then the the show is about DJ and Stephanie and Kimmy living in the house and yeah, raising it's those the kids. Reverse. I, I, I and like everybody knew. and I thought everybody knew that, but apparently people are dumb and they were upset about that. And I was like, first of all, one. I I think this is cool that this is a very pro women women empowering show and I like that. 
I think it's a good like yeah. take on it. That's not like it's a good take on it for these modern times. And like and like I don't know. I like that part of it. And the kids, it's got cute kids, and like it's them raising a bunch of boys. It's the exact. Yeah. It's a total gender swap. It's a it's a sitcom. It's exactly what they like, do. Like and there's a cute baby, yeah. and like and then the dog, and like I don't know what people <laughs> were expecting. I don't know. And. And and I think this is where I'm worried that because of this, like, like there's probably some projects that are getting canceled, and I'm that's upsetting to me. Yeah. Because, but I, it sounds like it's doing really well. I mean, as far as well, like that's the thing is like the viewers. That do there's like plenty it. of people that like it, yeah. and it's getting tons of like the viewer. Like I was reading like Netflix is saying like it's one of the most viewed. Yeah. Like that's fine, but I'm still a little concerned that because of the backlash. But I just. That's very upsetting to me, and it just the whole internet culture. I'm very upset with the internet right now, basically, <laughs> because again, there's also this whole thing where it either has to be the best thing in the world or it's the worst. Yeah, and that also plays into it. But then also, again, people, again, all these phonies, they're like, "Oh, I love Full House." I'm like, I don't think you did. <laughs> I think you're full of crap, and you just want to say that because it sounds cool. Because this is exactly what Full House was like, and I'm like, because people are like, "Oh, you like." Because, like, people, like, again, like, I've never claimed that Saved by the Bell is a paramount of television writing. It's a goofy as heck show, yeah. but I love it for what it is. Same thing with Full House. My A lot of people, myself included, the reason why Full House is an important part of our lives is because it was on all the time. And it was, for me, it was on during that big Saved by the Bell block. It was like right. Saved by the Bell and Full House. So I watched it all. And I like the cheesy, sometimes you want to, like, it's again, that escape and like that dumb TV family and that like Danny Tanner perfect dad. And, you know, like, and that was something I could relate to and I was striving for. And like, but I never was like, now this this is a well-produced, well-written, well-done. Again, like, people are treating, again, like, it's not the freaking wire. I'm not winning any Emmys. Right. Like, and so the fact that people are putting it under this microscope, I'm like, it's a sitcom. Like, it falls apart the it's moment you scrutinize it off. Wow. I mean, there's. I think you personally, there was some Phil-worthy dad puns that I'm are sure, great. I mean... And the wrestling episode was awesome. There, I, again, I watched a few. It's not like I hated it, but I just don't. It's, it's not super cheese ball. Yeah, it's just all right. I've seen an episode. I'm good. But yeah, I don't understand people's. Funny. Again, I don't think people remember or they're lying about remembering Full House <laughs> because this is exactly like Full House, and I'm glad Mark Bolden liked it because he likes Full House because he actually watched Full House <laughs> and so he's like yeah it's pretty much it's exact same thing it's the same jokes it's the same beats it's the same silly stuff and like, like what? I don't understand what people were expecting and just some of these critical reviews are just completely insane in the level like I'm like you, this like this is not what this is like under any scrutiny this whole thing falls apart <laughs> and nobody's claiming otherwise so I don't know why they're holding it to these insane standards. Well, you know, you should say to all those critics, what? how rude. I would. I do. See, and I it's great. It's I just, never... I just love seeing them all again. And you know, like, because, like, like, Candace Cameron, she's done stuff. But you can just tell that, like, Andrea Barber and Jody Sweden are just so freaking yeah. stoked. They've been waiting to, for they've that been call. waiting for that phone call yes. for their, for, like, yeah. they've been waiting for that phone call for 20 years. Yep. Like... 
Yeah, they got it. Like, and you can tell they're just so stoked and they're having fun. And like, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. It just made me feel really happy, like seeing them all there. And like, it was, it's great. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I, one thing on Netflix. So I put Phineas and Ferb on here. Uh, kind of bittersweet. Did you watch the last episode? Well, no, we haven't. But they Phineas added and... the whole final season. Yeah. But it's like super long because the last season, quote unquote, was over like several years. Where yeah. Just, you know, they roll out on Disney Channel every once in a while. So it includes like a bunch of them. One of them that we watched was actually really cool. It's where they flash forward and they show them as teenagers and stuff. Oh, but, that's awesome. Um, it, it was a really, really good episode. But also included are both the Marvel crossover and the Star Wars crossover. Yeah, I've heard. Which, oh my gosh, I've talked I know about you them both said before. they're both awesome. The Marvel one is fantastic because it's like Phineas and Ferb plus Spider-Man and the Avengers, and so that's great. And um, the, the Avengers get all their superpowers mixed up, and then the Phineas and Ferb have to help them solve it and stuff. But um, even uh, probably even greater is the Star Wars one. I think I mentioned it before, but you, you should just go on just to watch this one because it's told like the Phineas and Ferb and all their characters – are sort of parallel characters to people yeah. in Star Wars. Well, but the way you explained to me, it sounds like it's like Rosencrans and Gildenstern are exactly dead. Exactly that, yeah. But in a Star Wars right. thing. Because so, then they do, like, they're they're the guys with the power converters. Yeah, like, and they go, oh, hey, we just got these Atashi Station. And they walk off right as Uncle Owen comes up and says, hey, well, he's always going to go to Power Station, get some power, Atashi Station, get some power converters. So, yeah, they're in between all it's it's magical it's, yeah. it's you definitely should go on and watch it which if you anybody hasn't watched Rosencrantz and Gillenstern are dead um with uh Tim Roth and uh Gary Oldman it's like the greatest thing ever yeah. because it's like what happens in between scenes of Hamlet's right and it's I mean this, so this is it's, it's basically <laughs> Hamlet's right. happening during the thing but you're not watching yeah. it it's so amazing yeah it's oh like uh oh there's a couple others well anyway you should just watch it it's great it's super good. Um, that's it. That's all my Netflix. Okay. That's yeah. great. It's awesome. I love... Netflix is the best. We live in a... Everybody, we're spoiled so and bad. Who complains about... People that complain... I was thinking about this today as I was flipping through and adding new things to my list. Because I really want to watch... I've heard a lot of great things about Turbo Kid. And it looks oh, awesome. Oh, it's like this... It looks like... It's, it looks kind of like the KP... Or the, what is it? Oh, the, yeah, the, the PK. PK, yeah. but, like, even more nutsos. Okay. And, like, I've heard I've heard amazing things. And, like, so I was looking. I started watching it. Like, this the first, like, cause you know, it just starts playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I got to, like, concentrate. Also, there's a, there's a Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon sequel. Yeah. Like, I'm so stoked like to watch it. No, it's like, I think it's a movie. Okay, is it serious? I thought it was a series. Well, I, thought way, I think it's a movie. Something. It's a new movie. I think it's a sequel. It's got Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. And Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen is now in it. And Donnie Yen's amazing. Have you ever watched any... Have you watched any of the Ip Man movies? I have not. They're freaking awesome. Oh, the IT Man. The guy yeah. that like... Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. So we it's, try turning it, on and off again? Oh, 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 oh. Um, but he's also... Did you ever watch... Uh, what's the big one that he was in that came out in the U.S.? Uh, Golden... I think it was Golden Monkey. Something Monkey. Curse of the Golden Flower? No. Oh. I don't. He might be in that. No, this was like way before that. This was like late nineties. Okay. No, but he's a, he's a really good kung fu guy, yeah, yeah. and he's in it now because, of course, I mean, Italian Fat's character died. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Jeez, uh, gosh. <laughs> it's from two thousand one. They also ran on top of trees. Why yeah. did you just tell everyone that. But I'm I'm just really I love Crouching Tiger. I'm sure I'm gonna like this. 
And I'm really excited for that. There's so much stuff. So any, and I was, as I was adding new stuff, there's a bunch of documentaries. Cause like Jerry just watched that, um, it's like one of the magician ones. It's oh, like I un- watched, I, I talked about it on the show. Unchained. No, it's a, a honest liar. Yeah. Yeah. Remember I talked about that. Oh, okay. One. Well, she talked about it. She just watched it. She yeah. said it was good. And then there's a, but then I've, I've, I've also want to watch the Ricky J documentary, like forever. Because yeah. he's also, like, I love him in, like, movies and stuff. Yeah. Like, I watched Deadwood, and that kind of seems like along those Mystery lines. Man. And, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Man, forgot about that. Yeah. But, yeah, so, so, like, I'm looking and I'm adding all this stuff, and my, my list is, like, 300. Never, couldn't things. Possibly watch so, it. I'm like, and like every day, I feel like I see somebody saying like, "I don't know why, like I can't find anything." And well, like I'm like, "Are these people don't know how Netflix works? Are they stupid? Are they are these like really shallow people?" Once a month, people post the like, "Here's what's going away from Netflix," and every time you're like, "Oh, I'm canceling my account. Why would they take like, away?" I'm like, because they can't have everything. Like, and they couldn't they rotate like, through stuff. Plus, like, like yeah, like financial wise, like right. Just, Plus, like, how long do they need to have that on there? If you haven't watched it by now, you must not have wanted to watch have it. Have you watched Masters of the Universe yet? So I haven't watched that. You gotta freaking watch I know, it. That's the thing. There's so many things. Ah, but uh, when people complain about Netflix, I'm like, it's insane. Yeah. It's like and the it's, price of like, it's less than the price of going to the movies. Once. And you have just entire. It's the magic box. With, it is. It's a magic box. And if you add Hulu and Amazon into it, you have everything. Still talking about at your less fingertips. than the movies with popcorn. Yeah. And it's everything. It's everything you could ever want to watch. Insane. You would never be able to watch no. everything. And I don't even come close. It's overwhelming yeah. just sitting there. Like, I spend more time looking, flipping through things. I have done that where I'll like, sit down. Yeah, I got, like, time for one show. And then half an hour later, I'm like, I've just been adding stuff to my queue this whole time. Yeah. And then when you, like, want to decide something to watch, like, I don't know what to watch. Do I want to watch I have a now? new rule where I just watch whatever's next in my thing. thing. Like, good. I don't even, like, I, do I can't that. just start even looking through, because once I start looking yeah, through, just, like, it, I just, going. I now have a hard rule where if there's something brand new, like Love or Fuller House, like, I'll do that. But if I'm browsing, it's whatever's next, and I have to that's watch it. That's a really it. good rule. Like, that's kind of if a hard pass. List. It's whatever's next. All right. That's a good rule. Because I have to. Because yeah, otherwise, again, like, you just I spend, spend, yeah, spend all the time, and then you start getting into, like, because, if you like, you like because this. you, because some of those because you watch, I'm like, are they reading my brain, like, right now? Yeah, I'm like, it's yeah, all, I want like, that, and I you found, click that one, Because then, like, the, the because you watch, the one that was insane, and I found all these new music documentaries, was, like, I think because I've been, I watched that, and then I watched, I watched, well, because I watched, um... The Wrecking Crew, uh-huh. and then I watched a Glenn Campbell. So now they're giving me these just all these music that I haven't even seen like even pop up before. And I'm like, ah, like, yeah, just these crazy. So there's like there's like a bunch of record documentaries now, and I'm like, I want to watch all of these record documentaries and like all these other music. Like I want to, I'll watch a three hour documentary about the Eagles. Like, maybe, sure, that sounds cool. <laughs> like maybe I'll like them more if I find out about their backstory. Like, cause like you know how music documentaries can like do yeah, that. Yeah. Like that Glenn Campbell, I was like Glenn Campbell. My mom listens to him, and then like watching that, I was like crying at the end. I'm like, oh, good kid, was amazing. I'm like listening to like all his old albums, yeah. I'm, like listening to the Wichita Lineman. I'm like, this song's amazing. <laughs> like, like, so yeah, like that's and that's the power of like, and, like I mean, I mean, you always talk about the like the dumb like General So's chicken documentary. I know, but it was amazing. Yeah. it was so cool. And I just was flipping around and like, what's this? That's weird. The search for general search for general so was really interesting. 
So yeah, I still gotta watch that. Definitely watch. You gotta watch Wrecking Crew. I do. There's, again, there's so many. Like I can't. So many to choose from. So many great things. I don't understand. Fallout Four. I'm almost now. My next. So I got the season pass, but the DLC doesn't start coming out for a little bit. Right. Um, and um, so I'm. I am at 91% on the trophies. I got like two more left. Jeez. The the bobblehead one and the get a settlement 100% one. The settlement one is like really hard. The bobblehead one I just have to like list out. I'm going to have to start going on the internet because I've done it now. I'm I've, I only, I think I only have eight more and I found them all without using the internet. I've just been like – so I've started just wandering around the map, finding new places, yeah. and then like exploring through them. And I've actually found a lot of stuff, but I'm almost at the point where I'm just going to have to like start, start looking on the out. internet because like – and but yeah, I'm down to – I have two more trophies left. Huh. And then the trophy that you get if you get all the trophies. Well, so technically course, yeah. three. But yeah, I'm at 91%. And I have I have trophies that only like four percent of the world have, <laughs> which that's crazy when you think about how many how millions many people bought Fallout yeah. Four. Yeah, like by that though, like it's weird because like it seems like only twenty percent of people have finished the game, which I guess yeah. Well, I mean, I have a lot of games that I haven't finished that I played a lot but never actually completed. I'm like at like two hundred hours at least, and I'm at level. I just got level fifty eight. I'm almost at level fifty nine. It's really high. <laughs> I've almost maxed out all my stats because you get you can use a point to like and yeah I'm I'm like I'm pretty indestructible now like like at first I was scared because there was this achievement where you have to kill three behemoth enemies and the first time I tried to kill one it killed me in one shot <laughs> and now like I went toe to toe with a um what is it the queen something and it's like this giant thing and like it was doing like a tiny percentage of damage every time so at first i was like oh crap got a shuck and jive trigger dive and i was like wait and i just seriously like stood there while this attack and it was like chink chink and i would like and i was like one shot of my gun because i've modded my gun so much like i've gotten the highest level mods i can get on it i'm taking like half of her thing in like one shot so i'm like oh dead <laughs> That's where you're at. I'm very excited for the expansions, and um, but yeah, it's pretty awesome just being able to go around, and it's made exploring a lot easier. Yeah, because like like twenty or thirty levels ago, like everything I everything you do is like insanely dangerous, and you had to save like every two seconds. So I was like dying all the time, and now like the only way I die now is like if I accidentally kill myself by like falling into a pit like a like if i fall in the water with my power armor on and you can't like you sink to the bottom of the ocean you can't get out of it and like or like if i fall down a hole and there's no way to get out like that's the only time i've ever had so i'm yeah it's pretty awesome though it's pretty great being indestructible sweet and like doing all this stuff and like with i I, I, that's where you and i are past because like i gotta collect everything and like i'm really obsessive about completing and clearing all these things and oh it's so dangerous and so awesome and I'm I'm very tempted to get Fallout New Vegas going but then I probably would never sleep <laughs> cuz like a whole brand new and then after that is Fallout 3 and like so that's that's 200 hour plus games that I still just have sitting <laughs> just it's probably a bad idea yeah and then should. it made me want to 
it made me want to dig out like because I, I haven't really like Ico and Shadow of the Closet, yeah, Shadow and the Closet. Arkham Asylum I have like sitting where I started playing at like these huge big adventure games and then I'm just like all I can see is my future is me sitting on the couch in my boxers <laughs> for like hours and yeah like, but Ico and Shadow of the Colossus are those are going to be a lot shorter I mean, you know, you'll take quite a few hours, but those are not going to be as long, like, at all. Yeah. And they're amazing. I know, I played them. Amazing. Oh, okay. Well, we talked about, I talked about the Professor Layton already, Pokemon Shuffle and Pycross, but the one other new game I've been playing since I finished Professor Layton is Shovel Knight. I thought you already beat that. No, no, I, pl- I started playing a little bit, and then I got distracted on other things. And so you have the Amiibo? I have the Amiibo. What does the Amiibo do? Well, okay, so I didn't realize it first. Well, it, uh, it unlocks some, like, challenge stages and different mm-hmm. stuff like that that you can do. But what I really want to get now, because I have it on the 3DS, and I picked 3DS over the Wii U, because you can do the Street Pass, um, which is cool. Because that's the, it's the one where you, like, record... Yeah. You're like fighting, and then you pass do other people, and you see like if it lines up and who like fight, you know, who wins based on your ghost performance. Mm-hmm. But um, the Wii U one with the amiibo, it unlocks multiplayer. You can play through the whole game in two player. So now you're gonna get. So I kind of want to get that, and it's like it's like fifteen bucks, Mister. I'm never. Why would I buy two versions? Well. Plus, the kids don't really get to play it on mine because it's on my 3DS. It's like, you know, I have a digital copy, so. But you've always been very, like, I need to buy this. Well, if it's got, like, new things and the kids want to play it, and I got the Amiibo. They got you. They got me. I got to do something. Look at you, but you won't put your DS game in your 3DS. Nope. That's just That's goes against nature. stupidest thing. No, it doesn't because they put that in there as a feature. Not to make you crazy about crazy. not putting it. What? Nope. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. There was a long time when I didn't play Wii games on the Wii U either. But they fixed it in that because if you play Wii games, it doesn't track it in the Wii U. This whole tracking. It doesn't track your stats on there. It, it, just, it counts. It goes. It doesn't into a make any system. sense. I like keeping track of it. I go and check and see. Like, they, cause they have they break it down. Like, what, I know, but why long, do you how care? Many times? It's just fun. I love it. Looking at all the charts and the graphs and stuff. But why does it bother you that there would be DS charts on there? Because it doesn't. It just it's wrong. It just shouldn't be there. I'm sorry, Josh. It shouldn't be there. But you know what should be there? What? Well, it's time. Oh my gosh! I don't know if I can handle this it's right time. now. It's time. Well, it's we've time. had real talk, so it's, it's time for real. It's mar- this one's probably going to be stupid. Yeah, after all the like build up of this. It's time. It's time. It's Marmaduke time. Let's see here. No. Oh, this. Oh my gosh, we are. No, this is. <laughs> Do you think he's having time. like an identity crisis? Do you think he's totally depressed? We got some animal torture in this one. Let me just tell you. What is with the Marmaduke torture? So here's the mom. And she's tying rags over each of his feet. And she says, while you're buffing the floor, I can catch up on the laundry. He's looking very upset. And he's kind of walking around. He's slipping around. He falls. He's terrified. Thud. Slams on the ground. But because he, like, whipped around a bunch, the floor looks all clean. And she says, finished already? 
Now, what's next? And he looks terrified and runs off and hides in the doghouse. And she says, see you at dinner. They are torturing that dog. They torture him until he's so terrified he has to hide. The last several have been him being tortured and then running off and hiding from them. Yet again, he runs and hides from her. What is happening? I don't know. Why do they even have a dog? It's are these crazy. like these humans? The humans are the animals. They are. I'm telling That's you, another, this is like this animals. crazy animal farm thing where he's slowly he's tricked us. Yeah, we thought this is just a dumb strip about a dog, and now we find out it's it's this whole thing about human nature. And the humans are the real animals, right? Look because at that. they're. I mean, because look a, at the way they, they're using it. him like slave labor. The way he's drawn, he is like being tortured. Look at that. His like mouth is hanging open and he's like drooping. And he's their slave. He's their slave and he keeps running to hide. He's running back to his slave quarters to hide from them. Oh my god. This is deep. This is crazy. They're strapping him down, tying him up. I feel bad for Marmaduke. Yeah. Who I I mean, like Eight strips ago, I hated Marmaduke, yeah, and I hated dog. everything about this was stupid. And now I'm like that poor dog. What else can they do? To, I mean, this is crazy. And you're like, oh, it's going to be silly, but no, this is being tortured, tortured. The humans are the animals. It's nuts. Like this is some Orwellian it's crazy. stuff. And that you're right. He lured us in. That's why. Oh, it's just a little dog strip. Oh, it's just about people that like dogs and dog lovers. <sighs> Man. What the heck? Marmaduke. We, who knew? I didn't. I had no idea. I now, I want to watch the movie. I'm sure, I, I wonder, it can't be like <laughs> no, this. No, There's no be. way. But like, what is happening? Was this in the newspaper? There's no way. I feel be. like these are like the book, because the newspapers were like, most of them were like one shots. They were like far sides. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I think different like, Sunday ones had multiple Maybe. panels or something? I don't know. Like, I know the ones in Parade were, like, the one panels. I never paid that much attention to it because I always thought it was the dumbest. You want to know a secret that I loved in Parade Magazine? What's that? Was the letters that people would ask questions about celebrities. Okay. And they were like, so, what's this guy doing now? And then it was, like, some expert was like, well, he's doing this and this. <laughs> and I was fascinated by that. And also the genius lady. Oh. She was like a genius, and people would try and stump her. Well, she, like if they're writing to her, she has time to go ask anyone she I wants just to. I thought that was very funny. Like, you can say anyone can say, okay, I'm a genius. Okay, I'll tell, get back to you next well, week. she had a genius-level IQ, right. and she was in Mensa. I'm sure. The genius lady in Parade Magazine. And then, like, some of those interviews, very deep... I don't no. think I ever really spent a lot like of time. It was like the McDonald's reading. of newspapers. <laughs> like, but I, I don't know. It was one of the, because like, I love the Sunday paper. I remember I pulled out the funnies, the sports, and Parade Magazine. Oh, and the TV Guide, of course. Well, I always read the movie reviews. Yeah. That's like I don't know. I thought our, our movie critic in the Union Tribune was kind of a jerk. But I like just to, that's how I found out about, because there wasn't, like, how else did you find out about new movies back then? That was it. Cisco and Ebert. Yeah, but we didn't have, most of my, like, we, we would get cable, but we didn't get, like, regular Just don't even on cable. That's what I'm saying. In Big Bear, you didn't get broadcast TV. We only had cable. <laughs> what? You don't get broadcast. But you're up on the mountain. Yeah, but it's, there's no reception up there. Hmm. So we had, like, cable. So we could watch Disney Channel and Nickelodeon, 
But but don't you have the local channel well, on cable? There was an ongoing battle my entire childhood about with the cable company about getting local channels or not. So sometimes we did and sometimes we didn't, but large chunks of it we did not. And even if we did, it was usually like the big four. It was yeah, really weird. Cisco and Ebert were on like... I don't know, I just remember watching them. I'm just saying, it was very it was very inconsistent. We were in a weird place. That's weird. Because yeah. my grandparents couldn't get cable where they were out in the middle yeah. of nowhere, but they got reception, and they could. the other option was satellite, but my grandpa wouldn't pay for satellite. Yeah. I know a lot of people in Big Bear had satellite. Look, yeah, people did satellite, but that was, like, super expensive. Because that was, like, when I would see satellite dishes whenever we went up to the mountains or yeah. in the desert. We had and those, like, like look at all, yeah, those freaking huge ones yeah. where you could, like, get, like, a, like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I, I had several friends that had satellites, but... We yeah, didn't. so that's why my grandparents, they had, like, PBS, and, like, they had, like, one other channel. I yeah. feel like it was, like, three channels, <laughs> and that's why we watched Jaws 2 on VHS, like, eight million <laughs> times, and Robin Hood, and Annie, and that weird Alice in Wonderland live action oh, yeah. musical with the Jabberwocky Terrifying and the pig one. baby. Yep. The freaking pig baby, man. I have nightmares about that pig That's baby. That's in the book. I know. Walrus and the Carpenter live action. Yeah. Like, and it's like celebrities. Yeah, Ringo Starr and stuff. Ringo Starr, wasn't he the Caterpillar or? I think so. I can't remember. Something. No, no. Who was, no, maybe it was the Caterpillar. I don't know. There was the line, because it included through the looking glass. Right. Because there was like the lion and the unicorn and, like, all this other crazy stuff. The freaking pig baby again. Oh, yeah, ugh. that's... Pig baby. Nightmares. And the Jabberwocky, man. More nightmares. Yeah. Pretty awesome, though. I always wish that they made, like, a direct sequel to the original Disney cartoon. What are your thoughts on... Uh, you seen the Pete's Dragon trailer? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. It's... I mean, I don't know. I mean, Derek is a, Derek is very upset because he's like, are, they're just being dark and edgy to be dark and edgy, I mean, I, and he's also like, and he's also like, who asked for this? Like, well, I guess that's the thing. Like, who is this for? Because it's like a silly, goofy. Yeah, like there's a little bit of kind of drama. But this but looks like. like yeah, it it just does. It looks like it's. It doesn't look like it's kid friendly. I don't know. It's, I, but it's PG. There's very, very little information we have. So it could but also, be great, like, but again, like, weird. where is it? Like, this is, like, who asked for this? When I saw that first poster, yeah. the poster looked really cool. Yeah. But then once you see it in action, it's like, what, is this, like, the desolation of Pete Smog? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's weird. I, who knows? It, it remains to be seen. But. Initially, it was kind of a big turnoff. I was like, Ugh. "Jungle Book." Jungle Book looks great. Looks great. And this this one could turn out good, but which that's another one where I'm like, "What is going on?" Because Derek's like, "It doesn't look fun." I'm like, what the f are you I talking about? I think that looks fun. That one looks great. Well, also, I'm even if it's not like fun, fun like the cartoon, the book is not fun. No. So it's I'm like, if they're going the more book. in the book, the book is very serious. Yeah. So I'm like, I think they're doing like a something in between. Well, plus, there's lots of other stories in the book. Yeah, so there's a lot of potential for. Yeah, I mean, it could go a lot of. That's where Ricky Tiki Tabby comes from. Yep, etc. So there could be a lot of other cool stuff that's not from the original cartoon. You know. Well, I remember as a Boy Scout, well, Cub Scouts is based off of like the Jungle Book, and yeah. there's like a Kayla and all that, and the pack, uh-huh. and the and pack. like the different badges. 
And, like, that's where that hole comes from. And, like, again, like, it's a very, like, serious. Yeah. And I, so I wanted to, I was going to get in another argument with Derek, and I'm like, I'm not <laughs> one more worth it. No, that looks fun. I don't know. We'll see. The dragon one mm-hmm. remains it seems to be like, seen. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like Disney is, like, they're going, like, Marvel. <laughs> like, they're just doing, like, all these weird <laughs> spin-off movies. And I'm like, we, we got this, but not freaking Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Like, and also, is that Jungle Cruise movie happening? I know they already canceled 20,000 Leagues in the Sea, and now some other studio is doing a 20,000 Leagues in the Sea movie, but it's based on the book. Yeah. Which, I'm all for that, I, I but I still that. wanted a Disney. Yeah. Because, like... Like a not a, like that, but like the fa- I'm still stoked that that's happening, but like I'm still bummed. And then like I want Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I, that's that's the Disney movie that I'm hoping for. That and the I'm still holding out for Haunted Mansion. Oh my gosh! Well, it sounds like the scary story to tell in the dark is really happening. That'd be cool. Which holy crap! Yeah, that book had a profound effect on my life. Like I really got to say, I think that's where my like horror fascination even though i'm a big old frady cat like it's like this weird torn and i think i mean part of i can't watch it's because i live by myself i mean there was a buzzfeed article about like things when you're like when you live alone and like one of them is like you cannot watch scary movies i guess that's true because i love scary movies but i never watch them by myself yeah i can't do it i've tried i mean again like the last one i watched by myself was paranormal activity and i I slept with the lights on for three days, and I, like, didn't, I, this is, and I've tried to watch, I tried to watch the second one, and I couldn't make it through, and then I've tried to watch other scary movies, and, like, to much, to, I mean, I watched, the last scary movies I watched was, was, like, when, like, in Irvine, when John, because I knew, even if John wasn't there, like, I knew he was kind of there, it's so, like, I watched, like, VHS. And, like, VHS 2. But, like, I haven't seen VHS 3 yet because I can't watch watch scary stuff by myself. I watch cannibal movies. Like, I watch, like, Green Inferno. But that's different. Because that's, like, gross-out horror. Yeah. Like, but horror-horror, like, I can't do it. The closest I've ever come to watching scary movies by myself is probably, like, I've watched the Alien movies by myself. Alien 1, I couldn't watch that by myself. I, I mean, that's that's intense. It's not, Ugh. I mean, horror, horror, but... It's pretty horror. It's pretty horror-ish. Scary. That's about it. But that's, Aliens is like an action yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then it goes on from there. <laughs> Etc. Dog, monster, butts. It's so crazy because on paper, because like, I remember telling somebody and they didn't even believe me where I'm like... Yeah, that was John Pierre Junet directed, Joss Whedon written, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, and like, and fantastic, then, right? And then it's like, it's like a hot garbage. Yeah, it is. That is a mess. Ron Perlman's great. Yeah, there's individual elements that are fine, but, but as a whole, it's, it's a complete mess. But like on paper, you're like, that should be the best movie ever made, because like, yeah, Janae made that a whole bit when they're swimming near the end. That just looked like a video game. That looked like Nick Arcade. That seriously looked like underwater level of Nick Arcade with aliens. That's well, that was again like is they're too trying too hard. It's a little too ahead of its like the, the effects hadn't caught up. Yeah, it's quite bad. like that's bad. There is some like like Alien Three has some of the first like CG effects. And they're actually pretty cool because they're minimal. Yeah. Like when the alien like 
like they like like I forgot like the alien head and like it looks pretty cool. That movie is kind of it's better. Okay, but it's when you me. okay, I got when I got the quadrilogy and you watch like the two hour like when you find out like it's a miracle that that movie even got made. Like they brought Fincher in like halfway through like and like there was like four different versions because I mean every I don't know how many people remember but like the original teaser trailer is the aliens heading to Earth. And we never got that movie. It didn't happen. And that didn't happen. So then it went through like four different iterations and all this stuff. Like it's a miracle that movie even got made. And I mean, it is a pretty ballsy. Like that was a ballsy movie. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, there's a lot to it, but it definitely didn't have the same. But then also, the it's like, two, you know? yeah, what is happening yeah. in like this weird prison planet and the fact that they like. Like I think I mean right away people were pissed because like they they kill. They kill Hicks and Newt, like, off-screen. Yeah. Like, and, like, what? Especially, like, since that's, like, that's, like, the whole, like, she, like, like, all these people died and, like, she saved them and then they just died in the ship. Like, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, that was really stupid. And that's just the beginning. And Michael Bynes awesome and, like, why can't he be in this movie? I don't know. I just watched something that he was in. Oh, I watched um, Planet Terror, and he's a freaking awesome. Uh, and Robert Rodriguez is like, yeah, we're going to have Michael Bynes in this whole movie, and he's great. <laughs> and it made me want to watch Terminator again. That, did you watch the, did you watch the SNL sketch where it was like him, it was Melissa McCarthy, and she was the mom, and it's um, Pete Davidson, um, and, and then, and Bobby Moynihan, and they're watching the sex scene oh, in Terminator, oh, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. whole thing, that and that funny. is, like, watch it, yeah. like, so perfect. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> Just, like, the internal, oh, that was really funny. Yeah, that was great. Man, this, I do not remember this. <laughs> like, why is this yeah. sexy? <laughs> it's still going. Oh, it's great. SNL. All right. Yeah. Speaking of still going. We're still going. But not for long. Phil, you're about to... I'm... I'm don't die. Tapping out. Don't... But thank don't you all for listening to our episode. Don't end up in a ditch. I won't. I only have like two blocks to go, so... Maybe three. That's how it... That's when people let their guard down. It's true. I'll chew a piece of gum on the way out. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Be sure to go to RadioBrendo.com, and um, you can contact us through there or BrendoMan at gmail.com, at BrendoMan on Twitter. Um, You can go to our Tumblr page if anybody still goes there. Somebody gave us a heart. Nice. So thank you. And um, we appreciate all your rates and reviews on iTunes and Stitcher thumbs up, and we're on TuneIn Radio now. Yeah, I saw that. Thanks to, because Brian, that's how he listens on his um, Amazon Echo. Sweet. So now you can do that through the TuneIn app. You just type Radio Brendo Man, we are there. I also found out that there's a couple podcasts that, on TuneIn, that all they do is, like, they they just, um, they, they, they're just broadcasting the, like, newest Pod feed from archive.orgs because I typed in Radio Brenner Man and like we showed up on all these shows. Huh. And that, it's just people like, but like, whatever. That's fine. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's just funny because it's like that's all they did was they made a show where it's like the archives. Well, of, but I guess our their licensing, well, like we yeah. put that people can. They can't sell it though. They can't sell it, right. If they're trying to sell it, then we could go but after them. Where they they're can, not. It's like remixing. It's fine with me. Yeah. It's not, it's not no skin. Someone's listening. 
sure. I don't know if anybody's actually listening to those things. I don't know either. Because it's like a hundred shows a day. Well, it's some <laughs> But hey, if you're listening on there, that's fine. Um, but there is a now an official Radio Burno Man tune-in radio station. Very cool. And that was, um, it was like making, I just had to make it, I had to send an email and like with my stuff. That's nice. And it worked out. So, Gringo, that's for you. Yeah. And anybody else. Tune in radio and uh, BenviewNetwork.com for all the Benview Network shows, including Mandarian Orange Show. Right. And there's um, some new shows coming down the pipe. They have announced that their next one is going to be the spinoffs. Talking about TV show spinoffs. Oh, yeah. Specifically the Tommy Westfall yeah. universe, which is. They officially announced yes. this is out there now. I listened, they talked about it. Okay, good. It's a huge thing. It's going to be awesome. I mean, that's if you've ever been down that rabbit hole, yeah, it's pretty amazing. That's, that's like it delves into like even like comic books and lots of other mediums, and they're going to be debating on what is and isn't an official, and then other TV spinoffs and that whole thing. Spinoffs are fun. I love that's. I mean, just spinoffs alone or something. You could. I've done some deep dives on that. For yeah. sure. That's I made cool. a, I made a, speaking of deep dives, I made a mistake. What'd you do? I liked the TV Tropes Facebook page. Oh, gosh. And now it just shows up in my Facebook feed. No, you can't feed. do that. You can't do that. <laughs> it's a bad, it was a bad, bad idea. Bad enough stumbling across it every once So now it pops up in my Facebook feed where it's like this TV trope of the day, and I'm like, ooh. Oh, I'm going to click on that, and then it's like no. five hours later. That's terrible. I, I don't know why people don't like it. their Facebook page. No, I'm, I stay away from it. I know better. Well, I can't approach that. I don't know better, and hopefully you don't know better when you're listening to Radio Brendo, man. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and tell your friends, because they might not know better. Yeah, if your friends don't know better, they'll be <laughs> listening to our show. Wait, I don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> sure it is. If you knew better, you'd be listening to something else. <laughs> but you probably don't. All right. <laughs> well, for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody. Looking out the window
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Keyson. And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana Moon, Jones and the, the Temple of Empire. Indiana of Jones and the Last Fuck Crusade. Jurassic Lost Hearts. World. Saving Private Ryan. AI. Minority. Catch Michelle Intelligence. The War of the Indiana Jones. Adventures of Sinton. Indiana Jones. Close Indiana Jones. Catch me on Steven Spielberg. Ben View on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite. Unite!